0: I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you
1: handle that, Blondie? Game over, man, it's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do?
2: pure evil.
0: I wanna buy some uh, radio ad time.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. And this week, comrade, I am joined by always by my co-host, Vincent Green. Hello, Vincent Green.
0: Uh, Nostrovia. That's all the Russian I have.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, today, I, I am extremely impressionable and watch the Russian film I like. So now I'm basically a full-blooded communist and I will do this <laughs> to the please the motherland. Uh, because there was four or five characters in this film and none of them were named patrick or or mick uh this (laughs) Irishman got really really confused so i'm going to turn you turn you over to Vinny to introduce our characters of this film sputnik that we're here to talk about absolutely love this film i was late to the party and uh i have a lot to say but Vinny, who who, who are we talking about here today
0: better late than ever anyway like so pretty much yeah sputnik is a 2020 moot 2020 Russian science fiction movie, it's like, it's in the same vein as, like, Alien, it's like, it has, like, remnants of, like, Venom, it's really, really cool, it stars Oksana um, Akinshina as Tatiana Klimova, she's a doctor who's called into the secret base by Fedor uh, Bondarchuk's uh, Colonel Semerdov, and Pyotr Fyodorov plays Konstantin Vyshchesnik. Oh shit. Uh Veshnyukov or something. Anyway, I butcher those names, but like Anton Vasiliev plays Jan Regal. Just the easiest name of them all. But like I wanted to say. I would the like M- to apologize to the
1: our millions of Russian listeners. Yeah. For for, for any offense cost.
0: Yeah, like um I heard about this movie last year. Uh Jerobisi told me about it, but um uh, I ended up writing a review for 25YL. Um, I was like, as soon as I seen the trailer, I was immediately besotted by it. And it's like, it's directed by um, Igor Abramenko and like it's, the style and the way it's very, it's captivating. It's fucking oozes, like gore and disgustingness and viscous. everything is just like oozing in it. And it's fucking awesome. But like, as soon as I seen it, um, I did a review uh, six months ago for it. I fell in love with it straight away. I watched it numerous times since, and I absolutely love it. It's like a new age. This was your third.
1: Before we, before we yeah, live, n- you told me this is your third. So, it's like, it only came out last year. So, that's quite, quite a return. On yeah, whatever, nine you,
0: months, ten months. Well, usually when I review a movie, I would normally watch it twice, so I
1: can, you know, really look at it yeah. properly. So, uh, like, unless like, there's yeah, time constraints. Fight Club was always the best example of that. Like the second time you watch it. With the with the knowledge that you didn't have the first time, of course, yeah, it brings new. But here's the thing. like here's the thing. I was not expecting. I was watching a sci-fi horror film from Russia, and I have to kind of own up to a couple of counts that I was wrong on. Yeah, uh, two are forgivable. One is I thought this was going to be based in the future. It is a sci-fi. It is based in the year that my old ass was born, yeah, nineteen eighty-three. 1983 mm, that's ages. and ago. then secondly it's a it's a long time ago. a long
0: time aware, ago i think you. it was like what did, is that like do you call a common era like, so, like, you know what I mean? Is that BC or AD?
1: No, it's no. We have wheelbarrows. But, um... <laughs> the wheel has been invented. <laughs> the dawn of man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if there's nothing more harrowing than having the year of your birth being a sci fi. I can tell you yeah. that it, it really, really messes with you. But uh, secondly, that it was all going to take place in space. Again, you could forgive that. Yeah. It's called Sputnik after all. Yeah. and And it opens in space. Yeah. Uh, so, but the third one was that I'm not sh- I'm not sure, and this one I am, all joking aside, apologetic for. The third one was like, I don't know if it's going to suffer from quality because, you know, Hollywood had this yeah. shit locked down so tight. Now, don't get me wrong, I've seen brilliant films come out of Australia and brilliant films come out of England. And I, I, I've even seen good films come out, come out of Russia. I just, the sheer quality that this film turned out yeah. to have. I completely underestimated him. And for that one, I wouldn't be forgiven. For that one, I am sorry.
0: Yeah, no, it really smacks of an A-list like an A-list or an A-level horror movie, like a Hollywood horror movie. It, like it's, it's right up there in terms of quality, the way it's shot, the way it's delivered, the way the actors, like they didn't get like shit actors in and they give all these wooden performances. No. Like the actors, it's a small no. cast. Like I just mentioned, you know, the four names I just butchered a moment ago. But um, it's, yeah. Uh,
1: we'll keep, we have Constantine, Tanya, the Colonel. Yeah. We can we at least we can yeah. we can just we'll, we'll leave those those surnames alone.
0: It's it, yeah. It's they know like it's actually their their um their actual names are harder to say nearly than
1: yeah <laughs> than yeah, their yeah.
0: characters' name. Although I,
1: I have to say and maybe this is me, uh, but I was like if somebody said do you, you don't even know who directed that film, I'd be like yeah I do, and they go oh yeah what's his name? I go uh, uh, uh Igor. Yeah, and they go, lucky guess, yeah. and like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like that he had the name—a yeah. name that's quite often associated with. It. But uh, I have to, oh man, I, I said to you, we usually go through these films absolutely minute by minute, scene by scene. And the example that me and you use in our private conversations for how easy that can be was Reanimator because it was like three, three, four, five scenes with three, four, five people. Mm. And you could literally walk through it as like we get stage play, like the week we could execute it on a stage if you had enough you know mm. a couple of maybe 20 people you could possibly pull it off if you had a bit a of know-how. Savage. uh but but this had layers messages kind of like symbolism it talks for me it talks about the military industrial complex yeah it, ta- it talks about um uh, what the, with the 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 levels of what people are willing to go to to survive? Mm. What we will do with our backs against the wall to our fellow men?
0: Yeah, Cold War um, era secrecy,
1: a lot of it was. You exactly, know? you know. And it's it's and and a lot of times, like I said, the characters went from like, oh, this guy is the the coward, and this guy is the good guy, and then the good guy was the bad guy, the coward was brave, and it never felt like they were just trying to. There was, was never juxtaposed. Yeah. It actually felt like the film felt fluid.
0: All of the way through, they're, they're, they're sneaky, like the whole way through. It, it makes you constantly think. So, it's like, uh, like obviously, we're seeing the the the, the movie True Dr. Flamova, as we'll touch upon in a minute, but like they're sneaky. You never know for sure who her allies are when she gets to the secret base. If she has yeah, them, yeah, if all you know I if mean? she like, has them at all. That's the best thing about it. And I think that was probably, um, uh, uh, uh symptomatic, yeah symptomatic of the cold water Russia because like people probably thought they never knew who their friends were or their enemies and most yes. of the times your friends were just enemies in disguise and people who you thought were probably your enemies were just like people that were your actually your friends you just didn't even realize it yet you know in that kind of way yes. that's what a lot yeah. of this film is like it plays with that that like gives you false insecurities and as I said to you before we start recording it's like everybody's hiding something it's not just the cosmonaut and the creature it's just Everybody's hiding exactly. a different part of the nature throughout the whole movie. You Not know, people
1: in extremely powerful positions mm. or extremely influential positions. And uh like, I mean, we're, we're after complimenting this film uh, for a couple of minutes now, and we literally haven't mentioned the fact that it has a full blown monster. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the thing about it. <laughs> like tear, tear your head literally from your shoulders, yeah. monster.
0: it feeds on uh, fear. Jason
1: Voorhees. Jason Voorhees, strength, xenomorph, speed. Yeah monster and it's not the biggest takeaway from the film and if that's not a compliment to a creature feature i honestly don't know what yeah is. like
0: everything about it is top quality like all of the actors like every like every part could have been just your stereotypical like doctor like you know what i mean like guy in distress or whatever like you know but every single fucking character and every single actor were actually top level the whole way through it. like you know what i mean and that's why you like the creature yeah. the creature becomes not a side note but like a bonus You know what I mean.
1: The creature becomes a symptom. The creature, for me, became something really, really heinous to bounce off. Yeah, because it could create a scenario where, like, where uh, I suppose we're going to be talking about this film, and we're still talking about it on the macro. But the creature, they feed the creatures. They want to understand it. They don't want it to die. Mm. Um, So, how far are we willing to go for knowledge? Yeah uh so then you like you're looking at something and you should be thinking like oh this is because when jason Voorhees he's chases the girl who just had sex for the first time through the forest there's 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 not levels
2: yeah
1: there's not levels there's trolls mm. but at this you were kind of thinking like wow like uh, th- th- like you know they're feeding criminals to this thing well i guess like would i what does it say about the the death penalty what does this say about society how far should we push ourselves into pursuing mm. knowledge as i kind of touched upon earlier I found every aspect of this film made me think. And at the end, when I was, literally when I was going to bed, I went, I remember thinking to myself, that was a creature feature. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen a thousand of them. Yeah. You know, they're usually just like, I've seen, the, like, I, I grew up, uh, I grew up in the very recent times of apparently the Cold War. You know, <laughs> only, only a couple of years ago. and um,
0: USSR. <laughs> USSR, yeah.
1: And I, uh, I love the blob. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love Braindead and I love, you know, the really old zombie, but like the creature features. I, I just love them. I just had so, even like never ending story and uh, the, the wolf yeah. and stuff. I just loved I love something so powerful that you needed to avoid it. Yeah, it, it was a hunter and you were a prey. And uh, this one I've never, I honest to God, got into bed before I even put it in the same mental bracket as these other films, because I just thought, wow. The, the storyteller, yeah. the person who wrote that, the director did a brilliant job, the actors did a brilliant job. I have no, nothing negative to say about Philip. Yeah. But whoever sto- wrote this and storyboarded it is an absolute genius. I just caught um, not
0: be more. Co-written by Oleg Malovico, Madovichko, I think. Jesus Christ. <gasps> <sighs> oh, no, I yeah, can't. I know, yeah. Yeah. We're, out of, we're out of our death yeah. here. And Andre Zolo Zolotarev or something, I don't know. Guys, call yourselves your son's bobs in Russia. Make it easier for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just make it easier for like when is it the when is it the, the, the Western white man's turn to have it easy is what I want to know, you
0: know? Uh, I don't know man. Didn't the Russians weren't they like Vikings? They probably conquered a shit ton of stuff. Why'd you think the country's
1: so big? Yeah, actually true. Yeah. I was trying to make a reverse a reverse yeah. job. Yeah. Which which I we walked on Alright, let, let's let's um if I might take the range, let's dive more into the micro. Our film our film opens up our film opens up in um, lower orbit, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, not in the by, no me- uh, by no means on the moon or anything yeah. like that, but in space. Um, and there's quite a, a nice kind of repertoire between two cosmonauts, which I loved because you could tell that a lot of it was uh, gallows humor, yeah. that they were trying to keep each other grounded in what must be an unbelievably tense situation. Tense mm. Yeah, situation, you know, where so, so there's a couple of like flips on the circuitry, the ship, the ship shakes, and all this kind of stuff, and they, they laugh yeah. like like they, they have their little moment, and then they laugh, and then one guy keeps singing a a million million scarlet roses, yeah, something yeah. like that. Million, yeah. million, millions, scarlet roses. <laughs> yeah which is, which is for some reason like the only fact like obviously to speak like really fluent russian they're fluent yeah. russian speakers but like that that one almost like they, it was written by like a, what What do you think they'd say i i don't know probably a million 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 oh, yeah. scarlet roses yeah i was kind of going i was like looking at a russian cast talking russian going pretty racist guys pretty racist <laughs>
0: at least i know a, not cool at least i know a little bit of a uh, russian song now so it's all good yeah I'll yeah absolutely <laughs> but, like
1: but I thought I said to sh- I I was watching this and I, I, was, I was watching it with my with my fiance and um, I said um, sorry because all the stuff kind of started to go wrong for them and we're we're only a second in I mm. thought you know like the, 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 the I've, we've seen Alien and they get on a ship and the ship works fine everything's going fine and the mission's going fine until it is not yeah. this seemed like st- stuff was going to shit so early yeah. I thought they were there. The Drew Barrymore. Yeah. I thought they were the Red Herring. They were going to die just to show how severe a situation it actually is. And yeah. we were going to be introduced to new characters. But um, it just... This is the first absolute loop it threw me for. Yeah. They got back to Earth. Yeah. We're out of space. Uh, we're out of space maybe 15 minutes into the film. Not not even yeah. maybe. even Maybe even a little bit
0: less. What I loved about it was like immediately... <laughs> when the two cosmonauts are talking back and forth and they're trying to, you know, they're ready for re entry into Earth and as soon as you hear something on the outside of your Orbiter, like they're inside this Orbiter or at Orbiter 4 or some shit, like you hear something on the outside of it, you, you know shit's going down. You know what I mean? Like, like as soon as that guy and then something passes by the window. You're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <And> <laughs> you just know, know what like, I mean? Like, <laughs>
1: this is like, you know, I live in a built, a built up estate. I, I, I don't have like my own driveway or anything yeah. so kids are like going by the window all the time so there'll be shadows or yeah a ball or so. and you kind of go like what do you think that is that's oh, just somebody outside or kids yeah. or the mailman's walking past but like you, you, that's not how you think in space yeah <laughs> you it's, know, just, it's, like, it's like it doesn't matter whatever goes past the window it shouldn't be there yeah <laughs> you know what
0: i mean like the idea yeah.
1: is that your closest neighbors are 40 light years away <laughs> yeah. nothing out there <laughs> if you know yeah but uh, yeah, uh so
0: it sets the tension straight away. Like, that's... Everything. I'm, yeah. just,
1: I'm trying to fault this film. I said to you that's a four-and-a-half-star film. And I'm looking, literally looking back over, thinking, mm. what do I wish to do differently? And and I honestly, God, think it's like... A, we have an expression as football fans for, like, um, armchair managers. Yeah. Where we're just like, you know, oh, well, I would have brought this person off. Because of we're all geniuses yeah. in our head. And I have nothing. Because I could not... In
0: my wildest of dreams, meta bar film. Yeah, it's it's actually, it, it leans on old tropes, but delivers them in a completely new way.
1: Exactly. And sometimes tropes are tropes for reasons, the same way cliches are cliches yeah. for reasons. It's
0: like, it's like, There's stuff that works. Yeah, exactly. You can't complain if a story's got the tree act structure. That's what works. You
1: know what I mean? You know what? That's an excellent yeah. excellent way to yeah, you, know. you know, you don't get to go like, oh my God, we have good guys and we have bad yeah. guys. Yeah. It's kind of going, dude, like, yeah, there's going to be people who are more likable. Mm. There's going to be people who are sitting in the middle in that neutral anti-hero and there's going to be bad guys. That's just storytelling. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. Just storytelling.
0: In every story needs its backbone. Like, in every backbone has been set, like... Every backbone was created long ago, so you can, and that's why they, the backbones of these stories are known as tropes, because they've been used over so many times, but they're still so important, and all the best stories rely on tropes because they're a sturdy backbone, because they've proven time and time again that they can bear the brunt of a story, you know what I mean? These tropes, that you know, yeah. and people diverge and use them in different ways, and that's why, you know we get these d- different ages of horror and shit diverges and changes and stuff like that but like the tropes remain the same it's just the way they're implemented yeah. is slightly different
1: I think you have to be yeah because it's all about execution You like I've said this to you before and I'm just going to say it again and again that uh, we sometimes get derailed because essentially we are just two mates chatting yeah. but um
0: speak for yourself guys, like you don't, <laughs> I don't
1: know if anyone I don't know if anyone here knew that it's just that you never bring it up <laughs> Why, why do you live under such a cloak of <laughs> darkness and mystery is kind of I wonder. I'm bona fide. <laughs> I know I've completely oh I've completely but, lost my point no, of print. But um <laughs>
0: You know, we were talking about tropes, and I was saying how the tropes are back. Right,
1: yeah, sorry, yeah, no, thank you, you got mm. me back in track. The, the, the only one I find unforgivable, and I, I, I say this in all seriousness, yeah. the only one I ever find unforgivable is the family, probably minus a matriarch or a patriarch, yeah. moving for a fresh start, I <laughs> can't haunted house. do it. The haunted house trope, is that what you're talking about? A teen, a, a, an attractive teenage daughter, and I can say attractive by the way because she's twenty-seven. Later, douche you post Buffy, playing a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, 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 and because uh, she's twenty-seven, <laughs> and she didn't want to move. And then there's usually a younger brother, mm. usually a brother who's like quite innocent. You know, he's the one who'll see the ghost first, yeah. and uh, he and he's kind of like you know just going with it because he just wants yeah. everyone to be happy. And he's quite quite a sweet kid that's that i cannot forgive everything else is is literally just in the wheelhouse all i want to see is execution this film now i'm going to jump into the micro this film starts in space yeah there's a little bit of this and that there's 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 a rumble there's something kind of glances by the window. at uh then like i might i don't want to jump but essentially they just start to re-enter hertz orbit there's like there's relatively little drama yeah it kind of jumps to a crash site yeah It says Kazakhstan, nineteen eighty-three, USSR era Kazakhstan, which would have been Russian territory. Yeah. And we're back on Earth. And we will remain there for the remainder of the film. Which was the first curveball it threw me, which I was already impressed with. Like
0: um Sputnik's actually a satellite. So I'm It was the first satellite to ever go to space. So I'm not even I think they just used the name because it's a spacey Russian, it's their flesh. Yeah, it's their, yeah they, you know they
1: I mean? were the first thing to they got the first man into space and, and the first And, and it's, into space. It just sounds cool. Sputnik, and sounds you
0: know good. what I mean? It's yeah. a cool name for a sci fi horror movie. Like. That could be the
1: most bland name in Russian, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that could just be the they
0: probably means something, mean something to them, obviously. The, the word yeah. Sputnik, but um, yeah, like as you said, all of a sudden it's back on earth and they're in the Kazakhstani steppes and you see the fucking cross, and you're like, obviously. Oh, No one survived this, like, you know, that kind of thing. And then we see Russian Colin Farrell and he's like covered in blood. Um, this guy's Russian, Colin Farrell. Yeah, it
1: was crazy, and he was the guy who was singing uh Million, million rose. Like he was kind of the other guy. The sang guy it. He was a bit more secretive in his in their conversation, kind of like, but he was he was more open. And uh, it looks to me like two things. It's like he's almost been decapitated from the back. Mm, Avramenko, in like just tore. Yeah, it's him. and also his brain, like he's obviously he's, he's wearing a helmet, like, and that's just smashed to pieces. That's almost. Entirely gone, and the back of his skull mm. is gone. So, but he's on an in this it, really, really for the cinematography, it's quite good. He's sitting up, yeah, like he's sitting up like you would at a desk, which is the last thing you think somebody who came like true arts atmosphere crash landed in a field in Kazakhstan is, uh, you know, like you expect him maybe to not survive, yeah. of course, but like this guy was just sitting there butchered, yeah. And it was, I was like, and sorry, it was just like I, I assume maybe a farmer. Or somebody was a it was a, it was a character that didn't even get any lines. It was yeah. just a man stumbling across it to give us the sense of what that would feel like, and uh, and I just thought, okay, he's got he's. I didn't know which one it was. Yeah, I was like, okay, one of them's gone because I thought this was who the film was going to be about, and um, then um, then the uh, second guy climbs over the pod, bloodshot eyes to say the least, and we move away from it. It's in. That's it. The the story started, and here we go. Because then we cut to the doctor, the good doctor. Yeah, Doctor like, wow.
0: Klimova. They, uh, they switch it up really, like you know what
1: I mean. Re- and a few times. Yeah,
0: like and the eyes on him as well. The fucking black, like yeah. kind of blackish eyes. Like you know what I
1: mean. Actually, I I had no. i would never seen a trailer for this film. I was aware of its existence. Yeah. But I had no idea what this this was. Mm. Uh, the, the, the picture that you have behind you, or speaking, I knew like there was a something for, in space. Yeah. But um, when he showed up with the, the bloodshot eyes and he had survived, mm. I knew uh, whatever's the fuck is going on, it's in him, a part of him, replaced him, body snatcher style. Yeah, or body style, I, I, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vincent used to write reviews.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something you should know about me. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, exactly. They switch it up and we find out now that we get introduced to the doctor that's going to be the central protagonist pretty much of the movie. And she's at, like some sort of official hearing. And we hear that she's after using some sort of like unorthodox techniques she nearly drowned one of her patients to try uh, snap him out some sort of psychosis that he's suffering I, because of his mother's name. I understood that it was Munchausen by proxy. Him. And then like she's pretty much gonna lose her job. This is when we see Colonel Semerdov or whatever his name is. And um Um sorry, actually before I deferred it, is the name of the other cosmonaut guys. I'm, I'm wrong earlier. But um like so it's sorry, his character or actor Yeah, no character, his name is Avrachenko the, the so, guy yeah. the guy that doesn't
1: survive. Um imagine surviving in nineteen eighty three, like Crashing through Earth's orbit and like a billion degrees of temperature and landing probably the landing as well and then like this prick that you picked up along the way rips your head. Yeah. That's just...
0: But um, uh, you know, you'd be lucky enough to survive though. Like
1: really, like you know what I mean? Like,
0: like even just. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, like
1: you're thinking like ah.
0: I met it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like what, what could happen in this quiet little field? <laughs> you know? yeah, and the thing is, it's already happened. That's the problem. It's it? already yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. So, we get introduced to her and we, we find out quickly that she's into uh, unorthodox methods, or whatever. And she's known for this seemingly because, you know, the Colonel wouldn't have been there unless she had a reputation for this thing, like using unorthodox, me- unorthodox mes- methods. And um, so he pretty much employs her to come and Come to this place in the middle of the Kazakhstani steps, the secret base, where so they can so she can evaluate these cosmonauts that have returned, because he says that there's so like he pretty much says that it's like at the start it's a routine kind of like fucking anal- like uh, what's the word look for like analysis or something like you know analysis.
1: Well, I'd like to I'd like to sorry just to jump back and say yeah. that her whole thing was. Uh, uh, I think that the patient in question, I think the mother had Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. Where the, she kept saying that the child was sick and that he was, you know, weak. And she put his head water for nearly a minute and people were saying he almost drowned him. But it turned out he was like an extremely healthy young man. Yeah. There was nothing wrong with him. And that was the mother that was crazy and everyone needed to stop, mm. you know, coddling it because that could kill him. Um. So she was unorthodox an and that's how we were introduced to her. So we know straight away in a very clever way. Yeah. That she's kind of like she's about results. Yeah. And she's not always about how she gets them.
0: And justifies the means.
1: Exactly. But he said something I can't remember the line. I wish I could, because I'm about to make a point on it. But she said, uh that doesn't sound very Soviet. And he said, I'm not a politician. Yeah. And I thought, oh, <laughs> this is this is a meeting of the minds. Uh yeah. this is like I, you know, like obviously my my my, my wheelhouse is different to your wheelhouse. But I I, I suddenly, just even with that line, I knew why they were talking. This guy needed results, and she gets them. That's just, that's, again, a troll. But it was set up quite nicely, I thought.
0: I think he said something along the lines of that uh, she uses her initiative or something like that, or... Because so, I mean, you're not supposed to be a free thinker, use your own initiative, you're supposed to fall like you know inside the, the Soviet doctrine and shit like that and obey what they say. don't. You dare go after communism,
1: you know, but until I see an, an American film I like or, or something like Wolf great. of Wall Street or something, I'm, I, I'm a, a full blown like Mother Russia. I've
0: never shown you an ISIS documentary. I actually, yeah, no, I need to watch, yeah, yeah. I need to watch
1: like the first half of. Of Sputnik, but the second half of Wolf of Wall Street. And then <laughs> just like even
0: out. <laughs> I think you'd have a seizure
1: if you did that. Like, you yeah, know. yeah, I'm very impressionable.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so like she, he employs her because she's got these unorthodox methods, and um, as you said, he needs results and fast because you got two hero cosmonauts, and you know the way, they, like the Soviet Union back in the day was all about mm-hmm. image, and you know what I mean, the the personified perfection. Don't forget or, that they had
1: lost the space race. Yeah, that like they had got they had got a man into space. They had bought mm. a satellite into space, and they, and even today they have you know a functioning space program. But they would lost the space race. Yeah. So every little bit of ground that they met up, these people were legitimate heroes. Yeah, absolute. Never have to pay for a drink again. Heroes. So you couldn't. You, so this was a matter of national security. Yeah. Like it had again. You can't tarnish. gravitas it. to the story. Yeah, you can't tarnish exactly. the image.
0: And That's what it's all about. That's what they were all about back then. It's all about image projecting, strength, projecting honor and pride. Propaganda. Things, yeah. yeah,
1: like I think it's so oh cheesy. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but it hasn't gone away. Yeah. But yeah, propaganda. And um it's
0: propaganda now because it's in the mainstream everywhere. <sighs> I said it. Cut that card.
1: <laughs> Actually, <anyway, but>, uh, <laughs> Carol. Yeah, Carol, cut that. Don't cut, it. cut. Carol, it. emphasize it. Get it. Just call it... Like, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I want, I want that to be
0: on your epitaph. Don't make me go me
1: outrageous.
0: And so, like, yeah, so, like, we just kind of get through the the, the intro. So now we see that one of the cosmonauts has survived, or one of them's in a bad, yes. bad way, and yeah. So the doctor who likes to employ unorthodox methods gets called to the secret base in the Kazakhstani steppes. and this is where we get to see like what has become of the the survivor of the the Orbiter four crash landing in the Kazakhstani steppes. Take and at first,
1: appears like not an awful lot. Mm. He just he's just a, a man who seems to be kept on i'm not sure i think it was reverse um what's the word i'm looking two for way Bass, mirror. you can only two-way mirror thank you mm. and uh there's a very orthodox hypnotism he has a metronome yeah which is ticking back and forth and he's trying to hypnotize him and your man says that he is robert duval yeah uh yeah and sheila went what and he went actor <laughs> <You> know, just, <laughs> and she goes, oh, so he's taking, so he's taking the piss. Was like, he's taking the piss. Watch the film. <laughs> I was annoying her more during the film yeah. than she was me. So I, I think I think I, 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 need be, I need to be. I need to be. Yeah, I need to be straight with people. Yeah. But like that. But obviously, like it's you know, it does kind of set up that whatever's going on is far. Far Beyond like a mental evaluation, yeah. when you come back from something that could be traumatizing or something that soldiers, yeah, uh, cosmon- uh, uh, uh firefighters, a lot of people would you would, would be standard procedure in so many situations, but this we already knew that it was already well beyond that when he's on a secret base in Kazakhstan, yeah, exactly, yeah. In, in, a, in, a, in an isolated because room, there should be you know?
0: like really back then, the cosmonauts would come home, probably be like parade, there'd be a big parade. <laughs> Be stood out in front of Quite the public, literally. you know, be meeting with the president, know, the prime minister, or whatever the fucks over there. Um President, yeah, yeah I think there's, uh I know, it's it's all Putin anyway. Um So pretty much pre-Putin, Putin. Where was the Putin before Putin? Was Gorbachev then. <laughs> Gorbachev
1: was around back then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah the guy who over He's still around.
1: The guy with the 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 mark yeah, on his forehead.
0: The guy who oversaw yeah. Chernobyl. Well, now Mr. Gorbachev, yeah, actually, <laughs> you
1: know, <it's> still alive. <laughs> Do you know, like he's still alive. He's in his nineties. He's still alive. Is this recording? Is he? Eh? I swear to God, I didn't know until a week
0: ago. Enough, I he's I still know,
1: alive. So. <laughs> yeah. so
0: drink your vodka. Please. Yeah. So like, so like now we see the first examination of um uh Constantine. Kust- uh, I think that's his name. It's near Constantine. The the cosmonaut that we saw at the crash site oh, at no. um at Kazakhs in the Kazakhstani steps. So like so. As you say, like now you see like that he can't even be hypnotized. Obviously, this is a guy of real mental strength, so what the fuck's going on here? He's got this like weird amnesia. He says he can't remember the events of when we saw him and his and Avachenko and to the point where he was found and taken to the facility. He says he has no recollection of what occurred yes. in that period of time. And this is why the doctor With the exception of-, of
1: excuse me, so I'm sorry for speaking. No, on no, it, go With on. the exception of stepping out with the exception of stepping out of that pod. Yeah. And we've seen that. He's no memory that we don't have. Yeah. You know, like he just knows that he started the the, the, the initiative of, of, of re entering yeah. Earth's orbit. And we seen him kind of getting out of the pod, looking all fucked up eyes and yeah, all that. He's all covered in <laughs> blood and shit. Uh, but other than that, he actually doesn't have answers, mm. which is good, which is a good storytelling because it's A, it's believable, yeah. given the circumstances we've been given. But he said, Yeah, look, I, I was re entering orbit and now I'm here. Mm. And you're thinking, wow, this guy is and his state of
0: amnesia completely oblivious. Yeah. His uh, perceived state of amnesia is the reason um, Doctor klimova's is there. Uh, what's his name? Is it Tatiana? Um,
1: it's he. I think it's Tatiana, yeah. but Tanya. Kind of the way yeah. a friend would Tanya to friends, and he ends up calling her Tanya, and and, and we're just going to call her. Tanya, yeah, I assume just to. Right, so, um,
0: Tatiana, right? Um. <laughs> yeah. You're right to <laughs> yeah, um, But, like, so, like, we see now that, like, he doesn't react to the doctor that's currently at the base. So, this is why she was brought there. Because, and his state. Yeah. Re- I remember yeah, his name. And yeah. because of his state of amnesia, this is the reason she's there in the first place because they're trying to unlock the information of what happened between when we've seen the intro of the movie to the crash landing. So like immediately um, he she's offered like a cup of tea he, um, uh, Colonel Sem- Semradov says tea or coffee and she takes uh, she asks for tea and after the first examination is done with, she takes her tea she brings it into uh, Constantine and um, she says to him that um, you know do you want this do you want tea or whatever and he says thank you and he touches the tea and brings it and just starts drinking it or whatever. And she examines him, talks back and forth about, like, you know, what's his state of memory, what's his mental state. And, like, we see that, like, you know what I mean? She, it, like, he seems very normal at the start. Maybe, like, maybe too normal. Like, he looks like a guy that's compartmentalized and whatever the fuck happened. Exactly. Floor, you know what I mean?
1: There, there's something I'd like to touch on there. And this is what I'm saying about, I thought this was a great film. Yeah. Now, if somebody's listened to this and they didn't think it was a great film, it fine. They're entirely. I mean, also the wrong. Reason, one of the few reasons, also wrong. Yeah. The reason I thought this was actually a great film is because she went in there with a pot of tea. Everything in a film, nothing's not on purpose. Yeah. Sometimes somebody bumps into something and they keep it in the tag yeah. or they say a line, but every nothing's nothing's um uh, she brought in something that he could hurt her with.
0: Yeah. And
1: she gave it to him. Yeah, because she wanted At that yeah, she wants she like she's willing to Put herself into, at least, uh, as the film progresses, she puts herself into a little slash a lot Mm. of danger based on theories or based on trying to find the truth, you know, her drive. And and this was the first one. Yeah, her whole thing's about pushing boundaries, really, isn't it? Exactly. So he was sitting there and he sat on her side of the table, like, literally sat sat on the table on her side and she was sitting on a chair on one side. And he's drinking a, a cup of and hot tea and he's pissed. He's like, he's okay. He's doing okay. He's kind of making jokes and stuff. Yeah. But he's pissed off because he feels okay. He wants to talk to his mother. Yeah. Etc. Etc. et Because et well, he uh, writes the he mother's does, number down on her uh, paperwork. It's he like, does. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of, and she's like, she's brought in something. Sc- she brought in a weapon. Could take her hostage. Yeah. If he was so inclined, but he didn't. Because at that time, as we would perceive him, it's just genuinely a guy that doesn't really know what's going on and just wants to go fucking home. Yeah. <laughs> and the regal guy was trying to hypnotize him before and it was just bullshit. He was just so by the book and unimaginative yeah. by comparison. And we, and he's only been introduced a few minutes, but we already have the ballast. Yeah. We already have the thing to come to measure her against. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's the system and she's the outside the box. Like as if he's the guy that exactly. Yeah, he like he just stays inside the box and she's always outside. The, you know what I mean? So that's
1: but that's never really explained to viewers. So if you picked up in a cool and if you didn't cool, yeah. as in they just, I, I find when films start explaining things to me that I picked up on, yeah. because they want to, because they don't want to leave anyone behind them. And then there's nothing wrong with that. Cause something, don't get me wrong. I don't always pick up on stuff. Yeah. Just like everyone else, you have absolutely moments where it just yeah. completely glazes. Blind on spots. Blind spots, mm. of course. But this film, like if you have blind spots, you have blind spots. And I promise you it'll make sense in a hundred minutes yeah. when it's all said and done it'll make sense but this film didn't didn't try and dumb itself down yeah just to make sure that nobody got left behind uh, and if you did get behind it wasn't like so pivotal yeah that you couldn't enjoy the film and there's i know i'm kind of like making a lot of a teapot i really really am but i just thought every, from this point onwards it's like oh no this every move this woman makes has been yeah, it's three dimensional chess going on. Yeah, she's very strategic
0: away. the way she implements her little like fucking movements in and out the base, like how she interacts with people. Everything has a strategy behind it. You know what I mean? Like so, like like as you see later on, like you know, she kind of she seems a little bit doughy eyed at the start, but like as soon as the, as the story progresses along, you see that she's actually she figures out how to kind of like not only interact but kind of survive and kind of you know tribe within the situation she's found herself in you know what i mean because like she there's lots of times in it like as we said earlier she doesn't know her enemies she doesn't know her friends are so like to survive even (coughs) any length of time in that situation where like anything's like a a potential landmine i could like you know what i mean that she could step on because she doesn't know what the situation is it's a matter of national security is all she knows and you know what i mean so
1: she even addresses the fact that it's going to be a non-disclosure agreement on the the helicopter, right? Yeah, open.
0: exactly. Like you know, because I mean? she knew something, yeah. something was up. Otherwise, yeah. why would you be bringing the? She's there? not wet behind the ears. Yeah,
1: it, I mean, they make it very clear from word one that she's not a greenhorn. Yeah, she's not. It's not her first rodeo, and she knows how the Soviet Union works.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. Um, um, so, like, do you know after this part? Like, as you said, like, because you you were touching on how everything has symbolism. So she gives the cup of tea to Constantine and after after that she takes it back from him when she's leaving and she takes her paperwork or whatever at the end of their first uh, you know first session or whatever and she goes out and she hands it to um the other doctor doctor what you says, his name is regal
1: regal yeah. I, sorry when you're seeing it come up, R-I-G-E-N, yeah. however that would be pronounced so yan pretty much
0: yan's his first name so doctor yan oh okay, <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah so like she hands him the tea and we see now that the tea is scorching hot and he nearly drops it out of his hand immediately and then she diagnoses uh because of not We having PTSD because there's a problem with his uh, the way his nerves are reacting to pain yeah. pain sensory whatever, like you know what I mean, the pain sensory factors we I, 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 I,
1: I detachment that is not normal. Yeah. That is, you know, beyond the bounds of what should be normal. Um I even I even looked up when PTSD was actually diagnosed because it was shell shock. Yeah. You know, it used to be shell shock, and people used to think it just happened in wars. Yeah. And uh, but it was 1980, so yeah, it there there was it there was quite you know quite common, um, quite com- And she was just right. That's it. You've got PTSD. Are we done here?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because she's terrified of stepping into something she can't come back out.
1: Yeah. And yeah, exactly. She was just at the same time. She was kind of like, yeah, I don't think I need to be here or whatever the fuck this yeah. is. Yeah.
0: Because she knew she. Shock- Sorry, no. I was just gonna- clinical
1: psychologist. Would
0: she be like what? What was? Yeah, like well, I was because gonna- she knew straight away, like from the helicopter onwards, that she's in over her head a little bit. That like there is real potential for her, like to lose her life here from get go. Because she's not stupid. She's grown up in the Soviet <laughs> Union. All she wants to do is like, okay, I'll give them their part of the deal. I'll get he'll help me out with the review board. I get my job back. That's exactly. You know I mean? There was
1: there was something in it for her. Yeah. It was like a one and done. Yeah. As they say, it was a single punch fight. A well, quid pro one and quote. done kind of like. Yeah. So, but I, what I was surprised by, and of course it makes perfect sense minutes later, was that the colonel who brought her there yeah. was just like, yeah, there's a helicopter leaving in the morning. Best of luck. See you later.
0: But well, he knew. Peace out. He knew though, from he knew. straight away that he was after getting her. Her curiosity is her weakness. Yes. He knew from her methods. And don't
1: forget, and he knew because it wasn't the first time. Like, we, just to jump a little bit ahead and get on with the show, yeah. is that every night at I think it was between t- twenty-two, three, and ten past, yeah. or something like that. Quarter past two and tw-
0: quarter past three, or something like that.
1: Something like yeah. that. Yeah, just in, in 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 those wee hours in the morning. Yeah. Uh, this creature, and this is it. This is where it becomes a creature feature. To, you stop dancing around it. Yeah. He comes to her door and he says, "Oh, good, you're awake," and then. It shows no, she goes our, out, our friend she goes
0: out for a late night jog.
1: She does, yeah, yeah. but I think she's back in the room by the time oh, the carnival comes. Yeah. But she uh he says, Oh good you're awake and he brings her there. But then you see our Constantine um fall his bed. Mm. It looks like he's in actually a terrible amount of pain and his bones and stuff are contorted in a way. He's a werewolf or something. Incredibly painful. Mm. Like breaking bones and stuff. Mm. And This creature that uh, this creature this, this turns out to be about a meter and a half tall, which is slightly taller than the average person. Yeah. Um, that literally claims over him. Apparently, it's, ex- it's explained later that when oxygen hits it, yeah, like when a, a, an environment of oxygen That's hits one of the best it, scenes in
0: the whole movie. Um, when they explain oh, the physiology, oh, yeah. I, I was thinking earlier on that, like, when I watched it, the actual science how they explain not only the symbiotic relationship between Constantine and the creature. Well, how it contains itself within his esophagus and his torso, and the science behind uh, the yeah. creature and his symbiotic relationship—it with
1: was one of the strongest parts of the whole movie because it seemed real. I think you know what I mean. Dumb dums like us don't need to, because I I don't know what like DNA mapping is or yeah. the human genome or any of this. I know I know of it, yeah. but I do want something explained to me that my brain can kind of go, oh, yeah, you know i don't i just don't want it to be because otherwise it's supernatural yeah otherwise it's freddy krueger mm. type thing that's, that's going on and that's that's not it's not what this is supposed to be it's sci, sci-fi. Because yeah, so i did i was very satisfied with it because we're saying like even that it releases an enzyme in the esophagus that 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 uh a causes amnesia and b is a sedative and c co- you know. Yeah, the, the pain aspect of it, like so. He is, despite the fact that he's contorting and making all these sounds, this is literally just the creature escaping from a comatose. Yeah, do
0: you remember they described um, it as uh, Constantine is the creature's spacesuit? Yeah, I fucking love For, that.
1: Love yeah. that, yeah. but he comes out, and of course, her being her, uh, Tanya being Tanya or Tatiana, or whatever you want to call her, yeah, formal or informal, uh,
0: uh, oh, uh, Dr. Klimova, um, thank you very much, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. She 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 earned it. so have some respect, <laughs> um, but she uh, instantly goes on. Oh, let, let me in. Can that tell me? Let me in there with that because th- that's just her. That's just her deal. <laughs> um, and uh, she goes in, and of course they. Sorry, they, they have him segmented in a room, and there's the interview room, and then there's a bed room, mm. and there's literally a, a kind of that bulletproof, really dense yeah. glass that you, um, and she. Goes up to it, and there's the and it, and it's in every film. Again, we're going to back to tropes, but it works. You know it's coming, and it scares you anyway. Yeah, and it did it really, really well. I was just sitting there. I was going, oh, oh this this is the act normal. It's up at the glass. It's curious of her. Yeah. She's curious of it, and then it just jumps as if it's going to attack her. And it, was, and it got me a little bit. Yeah. But I was just like, my God, Like I literally knew this was coming. I was counting down to it. Yeah,
0: because one thing we forgot to mention was that Constantine, um, the cosmonaut that has survived the the re-entry, has an estranged son in orphanage in Rostov-on-Don. And literally there's this little toy that they use as their zero-G signifier, whatever they call it, in space. So when they get zero gravity, it floats. And this little toy has a lot of like... I know, it has. It seems to have a lot of resonance with Constantine because it reminds him of his abandoned child. And when the creature... It's a
1: balanced toy. Yeah. It's basically a toy, one of those... I actually thought it was a Russian nesting dog because yeah. it, it it is that kind of design. Yeah. But it's one of those toys that you just simply can't knock over that it will always find its equilibrium. So it's got a uh, gyro. Yeah, Is that the word I'm looking for? Gy- it's got a gyro in it. Gyroscopic
0: motion or some shit. A...
1: You were very smart.
0: Yeah. We're very,
2: yeah, very smart.
1: Smart. We and I think, say science and I, words and I mean I enjoy we enjoy them. Need to, yeah. You know, I think we need to address it and all yeah. it and not apologize for super super allegedly. allegedly.
0: Outrageous. You've just heard the allegedly siren. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but they uh but yeah, the creature reacts to that obviously and uh, she, she again she there's everything that you pick up in as review yeah. that's sometimes frustrating that people don't pick up in the film she was actually like such a great relief from that because she picked up on
0: everything yeah, she was trying to touch it though instantly what, what the fuck was she thinking like she walks up behind this creature that's obviously not from this earth and she goes up and she's like I'll just tap it on the shoulder so we'll see what the story is right she gives
1: it to sorry she asked for the the, the, the glass to be raised yeah. and she gives it the toy. so before it reacts to the toy. yeah we find out that it has no auditory
0: receptors. Yeah, they put her in the protective suit. Um, yes. So what happens is uh, initially she goes in um, and sees the, the creature, and she the, she lies down on the ground, and the creature starts mimicking her emotions And the other doctor, Doctor Regal, keeps like shouting stuff, and she says, "Be quiet." And as Noel said, with, "Yeah, what are you doing?" And stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this is where we find out, as Noel said, that it has no um, audio or auditory receptors. She's like, "Shut up, nerd." Yeah. <laughs> And um, she decides that the, the, she wants the glass to be risen. And they they said they have to put her in a protective suit. And she walks into the enclosure, like a cell, pretty much, where Constantine's unconscious on the ground. There's all this, like, fluid on the ground where the creature is moving around. She brings this uh, toy in or whatever. And she puts the toy on the ground. And when the creature's reacting to the toy, she goes to tap it on the shoulder like a fucking idiot. And she slips on the ground. when she slips, that's frightens the creature and jolts into action and it grabs her by the leg and tries to fucking kill her
1: my understanding of that was different i actually think when she was fell she got frightened oh yeah i get the creature because it it made at the time at least it's evolving Uh, um, it didn't have auditory receptors but obviously its sense of smell Mm. i don't know it seemed to be able to hunt in space so you yeah. tell me how good its sense of smell is. Yeah, it
0: hunts from uh, pretty much the cortisol levels in your in your brain or whatever.
1: Cortisol. Yeah. yeah, it turns out to be you know to jump a little bit ahead, but but to stay yeah. where we yeah, are. Yeah, just know because um, you. So uh, for me, are, sorry, and again, it could be both because again, it doesn't. Again, it could be the vibration of her hitting. Yeah, the ground, no, I think you make that a fair point thing.
0: there. Yeah, no, she's as soon as yeah. she feels fear, because before actually, I think she's just curious.
1: And like she, she was about to touch yeah. it, literally touch it on its you kind know mean? so of ear, and she's fine. It's not reacting to her. Yeah. But then she then she slips and kind of like the whatever he's a, the, the creature's excreting, and she lands on her arse, and it reacts as if literally to kill her. Yeah. It, it actually scratches up her leg pretty bad. They come in, they drag her out, they, they, they get the glass. Yeah, they like,
0: flash light. Save her. they like flashlight, say it, like flashlight, this right, uh, they turn on the light. Yeah, in the cell this is when we find which can't take Yeah, this is when we find out that the creature is a nocturnal creature, and that's why it feeds. Between two AM and three AM or something, and not only that is, uh, we mentioned Constantine's like a spacesuit, so it can only kind of survive outside of him in this oxygenated uh, environment for between fifty minutes to an hour each time. Growing, yeah, it's growing though. Yeah, and
1: you know what I it's mean. It's growing,
0: yeah. So it's like able, it's slowly adapting to its new environment, and like this is a worry that we see later on, and like how the adaptation could affect. It's their ability to control the creature, or its relationship with
1: Constantine, and shit like this. This was my, and again, we're getting into spoiler territory. I know, I know, like obviously, yeah. yeah. If folks, if you haven't picked up, and there's going to be spoilers in this, then I'm sorry that yeah. that doesn't lie with us. That lies with the you know, whole.
0: The whole idea uh, of the show is we're going to talk about movies.
1: Yeah, you know what? You're an idiot. There, there. Fucking we don't good.
0: want you here. Put that card. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but um. This is the point. That this is the first time I felt a little bit of suspicion towards the colonel. Because don't get me wrong, mm. I, 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 straight off I thought he'd execute, he'd do the whole military, like no witnesses, all that. I, I wasn't under any illusions. Yeah, it's but this start. is the first time. I, I, yeah, this is the first time I, I thought he like, kind of like seemed to show genuine care for her. But I thought to myself, this guy is a hundred percent on your side, but only if you're a hundred percent on his. Yeah. Dude. this guy is going to do whatever it takes to get from point a as he perceives it to point b and this creature mm. is a part of it because they could have they could have literally just said no he acted as if he wanted to save the cosmonaut yeah because there there was a symbiosis already forming between them so you kill one you might as well remove his liver yeah because it's not it's, not, it's just not that simple
0: um it's because yeah, this is the point where right after this like this is where like uh, before um, uh, earlier on in the movie, they done this is where they play really excellently with music throughout this movie. It's like one of the strengths of the movie is the score, the soundtrack, whatever you want to call it. But like when it gets to this stage, I love the the kind of beats in the background when um it has the uh, the colonel's voice. I think he's like he's at this showing all these little bits of experiments or whatever and information X rays about the creature, and he's giving us the information that we touched on earlier. You know, it lives in his esophagus, lives in his torso, um it can go up to like uh, 30 centimetres I think in length while it's inside of um not Constantine and, and
1: which considering it's essentially the size of a person, a very 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 slender, yeah. a carol a carol. yeah, it's a carol that's able to climb into your throat yeah. which is the opposite <laughs> of my experience of carol
0: <laughs> oh god that's disturbing so many carol lines. if you cut it you're dead <laughs> um but like yeah so the creature we find out expands because of the oxygen um environment and as you said it goes up to 1.5 meters and like this is when with the first time we kind of see when she's looking at all the research and all the information and the way the creature reacts with constantine and vice versa that she writes the question parasite or symbiote and this is the first time yeah. we understand that whether or not is do they both need each other to survive because like now we see that Constantine is like the way he heals the way he's able to train everything's improved so he's not like sorry yeah, yeah yeah
1: it wasn't just that they did touch upon that before it wasn't mm. just that he was um uh not uninjured it was that he healed from two days. very detrimental injuries in two days yeah. and that like they had him doing our uh, pull-ups yeah. and I think he you know he, he was up to let's just say 25 30 40 50 uh, and he was just like I could do more. Mm. As in, there was this kind of payoff. Yeah, you know, this thing had you kind of working at a a, a literal superhuman level because there was something inhuman.
0: Yeah, like added to the cocktail. Exactly. Like so, at first you think like um, the whole. So this is like, I think I, I clocked it. It was like around 27, 30 something minutes. I think this is when we seen the creature for the first time because I always kind of try to take notice of those things when they when they let the creature loose in these movies and. Um, after that, like, because the first, as soon as you see the creature, like, oh, that creature's killing him. And then you see, get the information immediately. It's like, oh, wait, is the creature killing him or is it improving him? And can he, now you, the question comes, can he survive without the creature in the same way the creature can't survive without him? Or if the creature does survive without him, does he die? And shit like this. And now, like, it, it really warps the situation because at first it's all about, let's get the creature, how, how we can we get the creature or Constantine? Now, and then it turns into, should we get the creature or Constantine? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I know you're kind of like at first. That's one of my first suspicions. Come out that there's going to be like, it's. Uh, is it about him? Yeah, because he's a man. Yeah. Like, like if the USSR lost a man, mm. it would be it would not be the rise nor fall. Uh, but this, this was a game changer. Yeah. this thing was something they had. The Yanks didn't have it. The British didn't have it. The French didn't have it. They had it. Yeah, and that's where you get in your head. You kind of gone like, "Yeah, you, you, you think you're in a, a rescue mission? You're not. You are smack bang center in the military industrial complex." Yeah, exactly. Because like, ime- and you have a conscience. Yeah. Best of luck. You know. Yeah,
0: because immediately we see that Semradov wants to weaponize this creature. That's all he cares about the colonel that runs this base at, um, in the Kazakhstan steps or whatever, he, um, all he wants to do is immediately weaponize the creature, you know what I mean? And that's kind of, I think yeah. that was her fear from the get-go, as soon as she comes in contact with the creature, uh, she wants to study it, but he wants to turn it into a weapon, that's all he views it as. She said, like, the angst don't have it, like, you know. So, like, so he starts to pressure her into finding a way that they can control the creature. She's more concerned about getting the creature out, Constantine, but because of the research they've done, they know that there is a symbiosis starting to be, uh, you know, starting to come to play here. And like as soon she wants, so this is where the two of them kind of butt heads. Uh, like she's just trying to separate the, the creature from Constantine, but he's trying to figure out a way of controlling Constantine and using him and it as a weapon.
1: CCTV. This is where she's been attacked. She goes into the room, and is, this was the only funny moment of the whole film. Yeah. That Dr. Regal, whatever you said, what, uh, Jan? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, he's looking at the footage of her getting a kind of leg torn open a bit. Yeah. But like ultimately surviving, but he's kind of almost looks like he's enjoying it. But she goes in and she goes, may I? And she sits down and she realizes that the footage has been cut. Yeah. And he go- she goes to him, like, what's happened here? And he goes, I don't know, like, technical this or that. And I'm thinking this dude's a weasel, a coward, yeah. outdated, can't think outside the box. Apparently, a Nobel Prize winner, but like just, just very much a rigid, a rigid. No, um.
0: no, she keeps saying, I'm not going to get in between you and your Nobel Prize because after this announcement, he'll be sure you get a Nobel Prize for his work on an alien. Oh, is that? Yeah. He was teasing him, yeah.
1: right? Right, but uh, he goes, um, but eventually, it turns out that there's this literal human layer to him, yeah, that which was just good storytelling where there's just like, right. There is, you know, basically there is footage cut out. You want to fucking see what's going on here? Yeah. You want to see what's actually going on here? Yeah. Because she, a- she, goes right. I'll show you what's going fucking going on. She asks him,
0: "How do you feed the creature?"
1: Yeah, she does. Yeah. She addresses it- that thing where it needs. She says pigs. Sustenance.
0: and he was like, "If you want to see." That's right. Yeah.
1: She says pig, and when he kind of goes a little bit silent, obviously you know that inter- Excuse yeah. in Excuse <clears> me. <throat> in terms of the food permit, that is going to be at least a step up from yeah. it. But there's not too many steps yeah, up exactly Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? and Like,
0: as soon as you can see him getting nervous, you know, some shady shit's going down in terms of, like, the you know, meal consumptions at the base. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, when she, she goes... So, like, the next scene is at night time, isn't it? Like, so she, she goes to bed or whatever the fuck. He comes and gets her. And they go in a jeep. And they drive out to some like she hides
1: under a drape in the back. Yeah, yeah.
0: She gets in the boot or something. He he goes to like we see it's like an enclosed area. It's like it looks like cells or it's all like chain link fence. You know what it is?
1: I'd imagine it was a, like it was literally a prison uh, prison yard for the more because I, I watch kind of a lot of prison yeah. documentaries and stuff. And these are the yards for the people who are more unstable or more severe crimes, sex crimes, yeah. that sort like of Like a thing, gulag or something. They're, they're a smaller yard where they could let. One to two people for an hour, yeah. as opposed to a yard with with common offenders. Uh, so it looked like that. Kind of like in, this. I'm fairly certain that that's what it
0: was. Like the super maximum security prisons in America, where they only let you out an hour a yeah. day or some bullshit.
1: They let you out an hour a day yeah. when you're like the worst of the worst. Yeah. And the, but but essentially, it's about the size of a tennis court. And but it's yours, yeah. as opposed to a massive yard that has to be shared with hundreds of people. But then just the back and forth of like company slash yeah. Isolation, blah blah blah. But it looked like that. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where it was filmed, like in something, yeah, an abandoned prison of some description. But yeah, they 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 lead this guy in is and they you know he's hand he's bound he gives the trauma on his side. No,
0: he gives um Jan Regal gives Dr. Klamova a pair of night vision goggles. Like yeah. infrared or heat vision or some bullshit and he says the last for ten minutes the batteries do. And he gets out with his jeep and he goes in, as you said, they're throwing like a prisoner in. And then re- we see the rest of the scene through the goggles.
1: That's right. Yeah. And our creature, it turns out there's a little door at the back of the what would be the bedroom mm. inside of the unit that's containing our cosmonaut, uh, constant. And this creature comes out and it's, it goes in. And she, I make the observation and she addresses it almost immediately. And that is, instead of like just blindfolding it, tying you to a chair... I just like like an execution by um the firing squad yeah the, the point is that yeah. you die yeah execution by electric chair the point is that you die um so but this they they left them there to, to see their face yeah and we figure out quite quick that because i was saying to, i remember saying to 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 to, my, to Sheila, my fiance is this thing supposed to eat an entire human being and then climb back in a dude's throat? Yeah. That doesn't make a terrible lot of sense. But then I realise it's the beer chemical. Yeah. It's cortisol. Yeah, it's just eating your head, pretty much. It's eating your head, but it's feeding on that. Mm. So you need to see it coming because the sheer flight or flight sorry, fight or flight, mm. uh that that would release in your brain because you're literally face to face with something of this earth. Yeah. Is what it needs. And it literally tears the guy's head. It, it, it's very beautifully shot. Because they could have gone for. The the, the real uh, guts and gore yeah. of it. But for some reason. Shot from the night vision goggles. Yeah. Which I, I actually thought it worked. Yeah, I just thought it was cool. It was just like, they, How easily it disposed of a person. Just like. Like the way we'd strike a match. Mm, it was just done. They
0: were very clever about how to held back from. The way they show you the, the creature. In attack mode like to hold it back and hold it back until they really need to show you in all its glory, you know what I mean? So it's like, it kind of had a feeling of Predator or something about it, you know, where you see, you know, in Predator where you see him taking the scorpion in, in his hand through the heat vision, um, like the infrared or whatever, you know what I mean? So like, I think it's cool that the way they play with the creature and it, that they show you it in different ways before they kind of, you know, run into the, the big show piece where, you know, later on in the movie and shit, not to skip too far ahead. But um, yeah. So she spews her lunch all over her, or I suppose it'll be her dinner. It's pretty late at night, but she spews her dinner all over the back of the the, the jeep. And like, there's a cut to in the, another scene. What follows that part after the feeding?
1: Sorry, it's like a soldier kind of like. There's that whole yeah classic tension of is she going to be caught? Is she going to be caught? And then she's just kind of holding her own mouth yeah. because, she, like you know, she is she is uh, unorthodox, an unorthodox woman an extremely intelligent yeah. woman but not but not an amoral woman yeah. by any stretch. What she just saw was wrong. Yeah. Stomach churning. And uh but but no, for you know, I, I think uh it's just that classic thing where somebody gets the, the, the person who's about to investigate gets distracted like a bird whistle from somewhere else. You yeah. know, it's when, you know it's 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 but uh but but it turns out the Colonel absolutely knew he knows everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Nick. So so that kind of sets us into the second half of the movie. And before we go there, do you want to go on a break, man?
1: Okay, this is going to be the halfway mark for Invasion of the Potty Snatchers, where we're just going to go and uh, take two or three minutes to ourselves. But again, through the magic of editing, you won't know anything about it, so do not worry. But I'm hoping that you'll stay with us for the second half, because we really into the meat and uh, the bread and meat of this film. And I really, really, really loved it. I hope if you've seen it, you did too. But me and Vinny are going to break down where it really comes together now in just a moment's time. Uh, See you in a second, folks. Stay with us. Thank you. And this is the Invasion of the Potty Snatchers. See you soon.
0: back from the break i'm your host vincent green he's your host no john Tootie. this is the invasion of the poly snatchers we are back and um, for the second half of sputnik the russian sci-fi horror slash thriller i guess you could call it and we picked up last time or we, sorry we left off last time where dr Klimova finally got to see the creature feeding for the first time that it feeds on humans people and it's not good and now she has a moral quandary is it okay for it to kill and eat these horrible you know pretty much the dregs of society for lack of a better term these rapists these killers and now the more quandary is as a human life still worth as much as each other like like is a human life still hold value even if it belongs to someone that's like so like like evil or someone that's done and such horrible acts or whatever this is the quandary she has to ask her has in front of her Coming into the second half of the movie how pretty much not only with the prisoners but with uh cosmonaut constantine it's like how much does he value a human life pretty much is what the second half of the movies a lot of it's about
1: okay enter enter um like phys- philosophical thought processes there's a very famous one about the tram and there's a tram that hits one and there's a tram that hits five mm. and all and, and all you could can, you can't stop it it's coming downhill and it, it's over a ton in weight, so it's a couple of ton in weight with velocity, and you you're holding the lever. Yeah. So it can be the be the one, and it's just a, it's back to that old. Vulcan needs a mani overweight, and needs a few other one. Yeah. Um, but she she kind of was instantly struck with this. Like what was going? Like she she meets the colonel, and she like the colonel the colonel knew everything. Yeah. He even let her, you know, he, he wanted her. Yeah, he is ruined so, And he apologised. So, yeah, yeah. He said, I should have been up front with you. I should have been upfront. front with you. Yeah. And she, like, she absolutely speaks her truth. She said, you know, it's disgusting. So, I I, like I mean, I shut my fucking mouth because I'm expecting a bullet in the head. But uh, she says, like, he takes out one file and he says, like, this, this person raped and murdered the 12-year-old daughter of a neighbour because these aren't people. Yeah. Yeah. These aren't people. Yeah. And, I and a part of me kind of went. I agree with him. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm one of these people, like, again, I, 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 I'm I, completely anti-death penalty mm. for one simple reason. That sometimes... People don't do it. If you could even one time get it wrong. Yeah. If you could one time get it wrong. Mm. But if someone, like, you know, I'm like, just died saying, in the wall, absolute rapist murderer, I, then yes, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, saying, in terms
0: of ways of executing people... If you're gonna feed them to aliens, you gotta be up there on cool factor alone, above the electric chair. You know the standard bears of the lethal injection, the hangings. They have their own reputation. Like I'm not gonna trounce over their storied past, but if you're going to start capital punishment by feeding people to aliens, uh, yeah, I might be on board for a while just to see how it happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah
0: like. See that's how we talk
1: here, are right. Like innocent are they? Well this guy stole five sausages.
0: Yeah. Like you know your wine from muslim Powers, the German wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: guy's this guy's favourite Star Wars. Was the Phantom of the Menace Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm like, feed him to the feed aliens I <laughs> <laughs> in this one supports Manchester and the Feed yeah, him to the, the Aliens! <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, so like pretty much I I agree to an extent, like if you are going to have to feed humans to an alien, to an alien to study it further, um I think they're the kind of humans to be feeding to them, I guess.
1: See that's the thing, isn't it? Again, this is the thing. I I said it to you that I question whether we should, and I, I'm glad we are. I, I admit, I'm glad that we are kind of going through it, like as a start to end thing, yeah. and trying to keep it as chronological as we can. I totally well, you you do, it. but I just <laughs> yeah, no, and you're right. But I honestly, God, thought there was nothing in this film that was one thing. Nothing. Yeah. Everything was like there's moral quandaries, there's philosophy, mm. and. There's uh, there's also just that what if, yeah, you know, thing that life has, as in what would you do in their shoes? Yeah. You don't have that in like you go back to the original Terminator, don't know why, yeah. just run them here. And one is just a machine, it it it, it's, it can't be reasoned with, it is simply doing something, yeah, and that's all it's doing. And you are trying to keep somebody alive and might save humanity. There is no x and o's there is no paths there is no way to look at this there's a thing that you could do that would keep an innocent person alive and there's a thing that you could do that would have them murdered so there's nothing there's nothing and it, you just get to enjoy it i found everything in this while i enjoyed it immensely everything yeah. scratched
0: my I head i think the main everything i think the main thing behind the terminator things is like our rampant uh t- technological advancements will eventually wipe us out Pretty much yeah. the Terminator was the embodiment of our own. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It turned out to be social media. Yeah. That's it. We're done. <laughs> right, no. I mean, it happened, yeah. it happened like in 2014 with the ice bucket challenge, yeah. I think. It's, you know, I think that was it's the end
0: probably, like the scary thing about it is the computer that will wipe us out is probably already online
1: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we should point out at this moment, this podcast is um, sponsored by the very computer, (laughs) vineyard. I can't let you do that, Noel. (laughs) Lactation point. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. (laughs) No!
0: But they're so milky. (laughs) That's lactose. I can
1: tolerate. (laughs) Oh... Levels, (laughs) Levels, <laughs> levels, levels. Yeah, I, I can't even keep abreast of it. Yeah, uh, come uh, on, this guy. <laughs> let's not do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what <laughs> we've uh, all like, you know, we got on it. The next but, uh, five uh, minutes of the podcast, we was just doing titty Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like <laughs> Carol, cut this, and I'll let you know <laughs> when you <can>
2: yeah.
1: stop. <laughs> Yeah, it's like six hour long podcast
0: an hour and a half <laughs> usable footage <laughs> uh,
1: yeah just like anyway I've got to work
0: <laughs> yeah, a, so we're signing No, it's going to work and we'll see him again at five <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah, so pretty much back to the movie right so Dr. Klimova seems that uh, finds out that the, the the general or sorry the colonel knows what's going on today he knows that they've been feeding Prisoners uh, that looked at- overseeing it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like not, not knows. You know what I mean? Like he literally yeah. organized everything. It's a hundred percent on him.
0: Yeah, and this is where he.
1: Well, it's it's just the whole following orders thing, kind of concept. Yeah has been around since the second world war absolutely but just delve into that Well, he is the guy who what? is organizing this, is this and giving the orders
0: oh, yeah exactly and not only that he's kind of gone rogue as well because we find out that he's been sending false reports back to my command in moscow that he that yeah, they all died in a fire yeah yeah no he remember he said that um it, yeah it was a fire accident but dr constantine or sorry cosmo constantine survived and like the second thing he lists, he goes, I, I've been sending back fake details. He goes, you know what? He's been eating his, fe- his feces. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, the second thing he lists is his shit. Like, he's like, hey, I was just thinking like your food. What happens to the food after he eats it? It becomes feces, I guess. I'm sure they want to know about the fecal matter of this dude. You know what I mean? Like, so I just thought that was weird. That the second thing he list- listed up was shit. So, I know. Yeah, true enough. He's-
1: yeah. But she, well, she's kind of like Stands by your convictions But the fact of the matter Is he's not completely wrong Like he's mostly wrong Because yeah. it's it's, it's, in a, it's a completely Immoral thing to do but this is just the thing This is just the thing Where you just Do not know Until you're at the helm Yeah Things you never Have to think about Because your life is Be honest, quite mundane. Like it's very normal decisions. You have you feed your you feed your pets and you you know you kick out your house and just very normal stuff. It doesn't have any huge ramifications. But what if what if you're in a position I'd be like, I won't agree with him at all. But then he shows the files and they're literal monsters. Like monsters.
0: Scum shaped like humans.
1: And you can't you can't on some level discern... And this is storytelling. Yeah. This isn't like in real life where we kind of going, oh, was the, the facts of the case all. Oh, no, yeah. this is a storytelling. If they, if they tell us the guy who was raping and murdering little girls, that he was. Because yeah. it's a storytelling yeah. device. Uh, and then you're just thinking, like, yeah, what the fuck do you think I'm going to do? Cry for him.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this oh, is like, fuck you want for me. Like, as you mentioned before, the cinema's layers and shit. Like, so this is where it offers up that whole moral quandary we said before, but the kind of degrees is, is like, the capital punishment is not always black and white who like if this guy did rape a 12 year old and murdered her he probably that's the kind of guy you should be feeding to an alien you know what i mean but is it still the right thing to do in the fact that like he's still a human and his basic rights there maybe he should be detained forever or whatever but like you know you know you know that's the that's the question they're asking there in the guise of an alien is capital punishment right no matter how bad or evil the human is? Like, you know what I mean? Is what, what is the life got in the end of the day? Like, pretty much like if I kill someone and someone, and they, they sentence me to death, it, are they also guilty of murder because they've also murdered me? You know what I mean? So that's the moral gray area, yeah, I guess for capital so punishment. the thing, yeah.
1: everything, everything kind of becomes a thinker because this yeah. is extraterrestrial. Like, this is not a, this is not a like better up next year. Yeah. This is not like you know, like I didn't go skydiving this year. I promised myself I would, but I'll overcome this hurdle. Now, yeah. It's not. There's no. There's. There's no. There's no. This is a. This is a line. Mm. You either cross it or you don't. And I loved it. I Loved it. I love the execution. I loved how we got here. I love being mostly on her side, yeah. but being a little bit ambiguous. Mm. She's smoking hot as well. <laughs> yeah, I just put that. She's a beautiful yeah, woman. East European women are um, fantastic. But, yeah, no, yeah. she was a beautiful woman, but uh, but she's she's. Um, yeah, so basically, he—it's fine. There's no—I remember, like the next feeding, he um, invites her, but he says to the doctor uh, Jan. Yeah. He said you disobeyed a direct order. I actually thought he was going to get a bullet in yeah. the head then, but he has again the guy that guy again every character was complex. That guy was bought a coward, yeah. but a coward with some sort of conscience.
0: Yeah, and before before he the colonel brings her in for the second feeding time. Uh, Cosminot Constantine Meets her He kind of Pulls her off to one side And explains That he's been A bit more aware Of what the creature Has been doing
1: She tells him mm. No she tells oh, him shit, That yeah. there's a creature Inside of him Yeah So she goes for a jog She gets permission For him to go for a jog yeah. She gives him a little bit More freedom As the film goes on mm. He gets a little Apartment type thing Yeah But he goes for a jog And she tells him And I mean we're telling We're talking the first 60 yards 50 yards of the jog We're talking almost Immediately Yeah and he literally turns around and starts jogging back. He says, meet me here at 1am. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and, uh, he, yeah. He, it, 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 this is where it was, it's going to be hard to follow the film now. Cause there's so many spinning, yeah. uh, spinning plates here. Yeah. Now.
0: So pretty much like it. So now he devises a plan that he's going to meet her a secret rendezvous. And what we see now is they go back to him in his apartment later on. Um, and he has, yeah, he pretty much goes, uh, meet me at one o'clock. Now I have to go to sleep or something. And he goes, he goes back in and he gets his medication. He like, and then they go and he kind of, you know, hocks it back up. Like he, uh, you know, he, what's the word I'm looking for? G- not gags it back up, but you know, wretched. Yeah, wretched it back Regurgitates. up. Regurgitates. Yeah, regurgitate. Thank Regurgitates. You so yeah. Regurgitate. yeah
1: it's frustrating it's frustrating yeah. Yeah. We, 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 regurgitate. regurgitate you, you know we have that. to have that on the soundboard <laughs> it's just a word that comes up too
0: often yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah so like he, he regurgitates the, the medicine and then crushes it up puts it into a team of uh, or a teacup or whatever and he invites uh, the nurse that's been left to monitor him in to watch a movie with him and she like gives in because he's obviously this national hero you know Cosminov Because I'm not Constantine, whatever the fuck his surname is. Because I'm not trying to mispronounce that again. Because I wrecked it the last time. But um, so he invites her in. He obviously spikes her tea. She conks out, and he sneaks over, takes a magnet I think out of the TV out of the back of the TV set. It's like one of them old school like chunky TVs. And he sneaks out and meets up with uh, Doctor Klimova. And they go underneath this camera that has a little bit of a blind spot to it, I think. And they sneak up underneath it. And he sticks... No, he puts a magnet yeah, he sticks the magnet. He takes through. the magnet
1: from his bag, back of his television. This was really clever. Yeah. He, sticks, he takes a magnet out of the back of his um, television. And he puts it on the camera, which interferes with the signal. Yeah. So when the guy comes out and checks it, and he's like, I don't know, stupid camera whatever. Yeah. And in the time it's going to take him to get back to his station... Yeah
0: they move yeah they'd be able to sneak
1: away and I remember just thinking that was clever that, that, that was clever that wasn't like some uh, really really high like you know people used to like st- take still pictures and put it up in front of the camera <laughs> all this kind of shit yeah. in these espionage films and I was like yeah no that's, that's clever man that's the MacGyver stuff use what's around you and for, for their results. is this no, where yeah. they try to escape or is this before that no this is where they get into the room where the other cosmonaut the one who did not survive oh yeah Avancenko kept yeah And this is when, this is again, like the complexity of the characters. Our cowardly Yan Doctor has showed a little bit of backbone or at least moral compass. Uh, At this point, the guy that we've been rooting for, our Constantine, he tells her that he knows. Yeah. That he can feel it. And like he's, Growingly aware, cognizant yeah. of what's been going on, like and like fully, like he he is the one ripping the heads off. Yeah, full symbiosis and
0: he, and has been complete. Near, yeah, full yeah.
1: symbiosis. Yeah, we're yeah we're getting close to full symbiosis. Yeah,
0: because he and, um, he's literally said that he can see through the creature's eyes, pretty much. Yes, because he says the creature is him, and he is the creature, kind of thing. Like,
1: and then he has this whole why shouldn't I survive? Mm. Why shouldn't I? And then I was like, oh wow, because now now. Because yeah, it's not his fault. colonel died Exactly. Mm. But the Colonel was no nonsense, everything for the greater good. Yeah. No. He's a military it's a military industrial complex guy. Um then the the cowardly guy actually had a bit of backbone and was trying to help. And then the guy, the only guy we knew we were rooting for, the guy, the poor son of a bitch that had a alien parasite symbiote whatever yeah. you want to call it, living in his throat. Is a bit of a dick. Yeah, well... And I was just like, well, you know, a little yeah. bit. No, he te- you know, he, yes, but, a, the story continues. Yeah. But in this scene, I'm using yeah. the word dick I'm not backing suppose, down from he's
0: it. He's always been a bit of a dick, I suppose, to kind of show throughout with the way he's relationship really with... Uh,
1: well, Yuan makes a great yeah, line. She yeah. goes, I see now why I chose you. Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. Because, like, he shows that mora- he lives in a more mor- uh, grey morality zone kind of thing, like, for, like, totally a lack of better term. But, like, he, his, he looks at things like, as you said before, the end justifies the means kind of thing, Or like, as long as he survives... As long as it suits me. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, the end justifying the means would not involve me giving up my life yeah. for the greater end yeah, No, the end justifies the means, and the, the end is me getting the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah,
0: and, and like, now bro. he decides that, like, literally, there's going to be two weeks, and a team's going to be sent in here in two weeks um to investigate what's going on and he's going to get released and he asked her to allow him to pretty much let the creature feed for another two weeks and because this is where he's pretty much accepted that him and the creature's existence is becoming very like pretty much bound together their survival is becoming bound together and he knows this obviously better than we you know what i mean that like he knows this better than anybody else that like Separation is not maybe not the best thing for him, you know what I mean? And the creature, because like that's why he wants her to allow him to have these two weeks that the creature feeding, and then hopefully he can get out or go return to Moscow. And um uh, isn't it? This is now the next scene, is where the second feeding, isn't it? The second feeding time,
1: yes, hmm. or yes, and uh, she has obviously reconsidered, like, she has a like, I love how much to put on her plate, yeah. Because they've they've done a few things to prove that she's a hyper intelligent woman, mm. uh, to prove that she has a moral compass, and then when she goes really overweight to help this man, it proves that he's not like he's a aware of what he's doing, as a aware of what the symbiote is doing, which 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 you know which is a whole other moral conundrum. If I was knocked out, like literally quite literally comatose, yeah. and something that lives inside me did so, I would not in any way, shape, or form be responsible, yeah. for that. No more than a plane engine falling out of the sky. Nothing to do with
0: me. Yeah.
1: Um and it turns out it's not that straightforward. So now she's kind of left in this kind of moral quandary. Yeah. Where do I help him or do I stop him? Yeah. And, and I loved it. I just thought And a, how do I help him? If I'm
0: going to help him. Or how, how do I stop yeah. him? You know what I mean? Like You know what I mean? Like that's where she was yeah. at that
1: particular moment in time. And
0: um, so when it comes to this um doc, uh, Colonel Semerdov. He brings her out, marches her back into this whole like enclosed area that we've seen before. They, they um get two criminals, they march them out and they throw them onto the ground. And um, they're like in they have their mouths all gagged and shit. And then we see the creature emerge. Like I love how the creature like takes on like different forms and shit. Sometimes like when it's coming out this time for feeding time number two, or whatever we want to call this scene, it's like it all of a sudden has claws so it can move quicker. Along the concrete ground, like and shit, and then like it gets closer to the, um, it's about to like you know. It's evolving in real first time. Fight. Yeah, like that's the thing, like because uh, the current Colonel Semerdov said um back um something we we've kind of jumped over by mistake was like, remember she says that he, your man uh, Cosmonaut Konstantin, should be brought back to a hospital in Moscow, and he says should the we don't know enough about this creature for all we know it might not be fully grown yet. That it could be just a, a baby or a spawn or whatever that it could grow to a size that divorced them, and this is the thing that we're seeing like throughout this that the creature's adapting and it's uh, evolving, and like that's the the issue. But you can't let even though you want to get cosmo, the cosmonaut out there to get like you know proper healthcare, whatever the fuck. The risk is he goes, the alien goes with him, and what happens next if you put it in like you know an urban area or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah. So um, yeah. Or how strong does it get? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, they even said, uh, like, you know, we are, are we dealing with something that's literally in its, um, mm. you know, the absolute earliest stages of its life? Yeah. Did it exist? Now when they, like, they don't know. Mm. They, they, and I like films. Like, it became okay about 10 or 20 years ago, I feel, yeah. for films to kind of start telling you, no, we don't know. Yeah. And we're going to shoot this from the perspective of somebody who couldn't possibly know. Yeah. Literally somebody who works at a gas station. That has a gun underneath the counter. And survives this original onslaught. Why would you expect them to know? Yeah. But this one did it on a huge scale. Where even though it's the military. This is so untreaded ground. Yeah. Where they can't possibly know. Like could this thing become 10 feet tall? Could it move at the speed of sound? Yeah, or could it start replicating or something a, like. Replicate. Mm. Become as strong as a fucking Hulk. Yeah. Like. Bulletproof like, what, what, like Is this a, a, a help or a hindrance Yeah And the, your man was testing The walks
0: Yeah exactly And this is where The continued evolution Continues I guess Well like, um, <laughs> Yeah I know yeah. you were stuck in a situation yeah. Where yeah. you had to use Continued choice yeah. In a sentence But um, So Unfolds yeah. By the way Was the word You should have used <clears throat> um, So So this is where The continuing evolution Unfolds <laughs> There we go Yes, uh, um, But I'm um, so she watches on as two inmates are about to be fed to this creature, and she knows now that um, the cosmonaut and the creature both have uh, they not only intrinsically linked, but he sees through the creature's eyes. And so she decides to go in and put herself in the you know in the way of danger like she likes to do in this movie. And she thinks that if I can communicate through the creature and reach the cosmonaut, maybe I can actually still communicate with the human inside the symbiotic relationship and prevent it from you know committing murder and maybe we can communicate and start like working on a way of separating because her whole idea is separate symbiote from uh, cosmonaut constantly and hopefully the symbiote. I feel right. like
1: that's a big sin we've committed yeah is that she was under the impression that I'm not sure she was because a clinical psychologist obviously wouldn't know an awful lot about DNA and yeah. awful lot about symbiosis or whatever but i uh, that she was under the impression that that's what they were there to do yeah was to simply release this man from this creature yeah. and have him go home and see his mother as they brawl yeah. times and live a normal life um but yeah it's clearly at this stage she's painfully aware that that guy is li- he, that guy is literally just a thing. It could have been you. It could have been me. It could have been our mother's daughter, sister's brothers. It doesn't matter. It was an extremely expendable entity that she gave a shit about. Against an extremely dangerous entity that she did give a shit about. But the exact reverse was true of the Russian, the USSR era military. Yeah. Like, fuck me. What a fantastic background. Mm. You, she's just a what? She's literally, in fact, she's literally the single only woman on an eye, like on the on the Kazakhstan steps. Yeah. Like no. even that just sounds awful. Yeah, <laughs> you know? really. but I mean? But how have the take on like space? But <laughs> you
0: know? um, well, this is where like she tries to communicate with the creature, and she starts singing the song from the beginning that Ivanchenko sang to <sighs> uh, Cosmo Constantine in the Orbiter Four. Um, she says remember um, a million 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 of roses. <laughs> yeah, and the re- yeah. yeah. Sorry,
1: and this uh, is an extra one. Yeah. And, I,
0: I, and then the creature
1: starts. The creature starts to react. Yeah, and be- two things mm. become clear. Excuse me, I'm speaking. no, no, I'm go ahead. Two things become clear. One was that it had grown auditory receptors. Yes, yeah. because as it, you it said, it, wasn't it is evolving
0: in real time. It is evolving.
1: Yeah, but so, but the fact that were reacted to it and um. Second, that obviously his actual psyche yeah. in a huge way was now inside of I mean this thing was ripping people's heads off yeah. and eating them. Yeah, and not only so now that's the
0: second time it's after reacting to something that it's actually means something to Constantine and not it, obviously the tie initially and now the song that Avanchenko sang. So as you said, now yeah. we see now that the two of them are actually totally intertwined. That the creature And
1: there's something that backs up mm. sorry, there's something that backs up my statement earlier, and that's in when she slipped on the goo when she was going to touch the creature's ear when she gave him the tie. Um is I'm that I think it was a right? fear that he reacted to that because she she had no you know, auditory receptors. Uh you're losing me. I can't
0: hear you You can't hear me. zero? No, it's really jumpy. And you're, you're, your picture's have to freeze with your hand like this. <laughs> can you hear me? Am I moving? No, know oh, yeah, you're back I can hear you. you never <laughs> broke up. You were like this in your, <laughs> in your picture. That's funny. Oh, and I was actually
1: holding that for a second. Was I zero? That's what I was wondering. Like, was I
0: completely- well done. Um, sorry um you no, know, you cut out on me when um, we were talking about the audio receptors when it
1: started to evolve right it it, it evolved auditory receptors and they were all kind of there to witness it yeah. but then it was clear that it was reacting A to her lack of fear and B to its recognition his, the human's recognition of her yeah. and then there's a really cool scene that again backs up my statement that when she was trying to touch the ear of the creature earlier yeah. and slipped, I think it reacted to her fear. Yeah. And that is that one of the prisoners that was there to be fed to it slips against the cage. He's such an idiot. Freaks out. <laughs> and then it just pounces by her and just tears his fucking skull out. Could that beard.
0: prisoner have made any more noise? Like, literally, this creature's, like, just got ears. And he's like, no, I'm going to do. He's shit ton the noise, Like, immediately. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he might as well have said,
1: it was don't kill me. I've such a delicious brain to live for."
0: Yeah, yeah. it's like, do you know what I lean against the wire fence? I wonder if that make any noise? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll just yeah, roll yeah, up yeah, against yeah. it, back and forth, back and forth. You know what I mean? And then the creature—it's
1: probably on his Tinder profile, like hobbies include being terrified by noisy nice fences. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: But um, yeah, so like as soon as he starts feeling fear for the creature, immediately the creature just fucking jumps on him and eats his head. You know, sucking down that cortisol or cortisol milkshake. elish.
1: Yeah, that's it. It was survivor on cortisol. Yeah. And at this point it seems like the symbiosis got to a point where when she meets him again, uh, um Constantine, mm. she he just says, I could have killed you. Yeah, not it. So we're done now, we're done with the kind of like, you know, everyone's like had a moment, drunk, tired, or, or just young, or looking back on things, where it's very foggy. Yeah. Where you're undeniably, you know, you know, it's undeniably a memory or an experience of yours, but it's foggy. It's 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 not something you can really tangibly grab. Yeah. And obviously for him, it was like that, in, in, except it was playing out in real time. Yeah and they did an excellent i think an excellent job of explaining that but this was the first time he said like you did this extremely specific thing and i could have done this extremely specific thing as in that creature was him with the hunger Yeah, yeah him with the need whatever that creature needs him yeah him with its digestive system its needs its requirements but him all the same yeah and i thought, oh. At that point, I really was in love with this film, and then after I really was.
0: Yeah, after she, after she sees that and she understands that they're like um, the creature is him and he's the creature that she decides to come up with a plan that I'm going to pretty much I'm going to try and get the creature. Sure, she? Now this is where she wonders why was Avanchenko taken and not? Uh, well, sorry, why was Avanchenko not taken and why was uh or Constantine taken instead? And she looks at. Like, first of all, Constantine, like, you know, we touched on that maybe he's evil or whatever. But they look at it from a more scientific point of view. And she does an autopsy or whatever on uh, Avanchenko, And she realizes that he suffers from Addison's disease, I think she calls it. It's a form of, like, uh, bone. uh, It's a form of cancer. I'm not sure what type of cancer. I think she's maybe her liver or kidneys. Is it a form of cancer? Yeah, I think.
1: Sorry, I guess that glossed because I do remember that you know not to jump too far ahead but she she wants to give him an injection which mimics yeah in in the human system um you know the cause of but i didn't realize it was something as severe as a cause of cancer i didn't know if it was in the i I guess you know it was fine they were just explaining it i didn't look into it i I didn't know if it was a a, a, like something in the area of a severe form of diabetes or, or or uh you know just Yeah, I think... I don't know, just something... I think it it falls
0: back in the age-old thing like a virus or any kind of parasite. The host needs to be healthy for it to replicate and survive long enough for it to reach maturity. Exactly. So, obviously, Avonchenko, who was, like, in the early stages of cancer, the the creature picked up on this, obviously, through, you know, biochemistry or whatever, could detect it. Um, And that's how it survives and be successful as a symbiote because it knows what to attach itself to and stuff like that. And... um, so Avanchenko wasn't a good host, and that's the reason they chose Constantine, because he was more healthy. And so she decides that what they're going to do is mimic, as you touched on, the effects of Allison's to try part the creature from Cosmonaut Constantine, try to get him the fuck out of that base. So the creature doesn't have cannot catch up to within the 50 minute to one hour window. It can it's just they perceive it can survive in our atmosphere. And this leads yeah. into the
1: climax now. I assume that she kind of believes that. Suddenly, she believes that it wasn't. Yes, his morals are like questionable, but also panicked. Yeah. And that's okay. That's that's a human reaction. Yeah. It's a terrifying, terrifying situation that he's in, and not one that anyone is. And there's no bucket. Yeah. Know that. Um. So she just kind of decides to like wait when she. I, I think when she realized the other guy, it wasn't that like. Again, it's sense of smell. I, I, I kind of got the assumption was just like God tier, like something that we can't even. I think it's a, more like something beyond. I don't even think it's a sense I get, of smell, or even like uh, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's 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 literal. It's literal body. Could yeah, react biochemistry.
0: I okay, think you know beyond
1: smell, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like just something, something completely beyond our understanding, because it's evolution is something that we've never experienced. Yeah, like the
0: shark with blood um, in the water. it's like a mile away. It must have
1: had. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she was. Um, she said, Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll yeah. the dice on this guy that he deserves to live. Yeah. He deserves to get the fuck out of here. And she turns to uh <coughs> Doctor can't make up his mind about what he's character Jan is. into. the Eagle. Uh, yeah, Yan. Yeah. The bravest most chicken shit fucking spineless yeah. by the book. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. this, this guy was, this guy was a yo-yo. I loved him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, he, like, he couldn't settle on whether or not to be loyal to Russia, or how to be loyal to Russia, or should he be loyal to himself, and what way would what's his best chances of survival? And eventually, it turns
1: out that he was a bit of a weak <clears> character, <throat> but not a piece of shit. Yeah, totally. That's what I would describe him as. And I, and I, I always love, like you know, like I, somebody like a character like that always makes me aware when I watch yeah. the film that. I look at, like, you look at, you know, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger hunting down the Predator, and he's your hero. Yeah. So that, that's pinnacle, like, I mean, it's it's not difficult. But you kind of go, what would I be if I was in that situation? Get
0: to the choppa. Him,
1: But him, I could see myself being as, yeah. only to the sense where there has to be a line where I just think, can I live with this?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not, like, I'm not the guy who gets, like, you know, like, gets a, a handgun, in, in, you mm. know Nakazawa building and takes down i will be trying to make I'm friends not, with the like
0: Israel. I'd be like hey dude yeah I would
1: try and ma- I would welcome our new overlords yeah I'd be like you know what I mean I'd be like yeah. hey
0: guy what's the crack yeah I'll f- like if you don't I do
1: I Ken Brockman from Central yeah. and us that I can be
0: used to round up others yeah <laughs> I don't mind being a person wrangler oh wait no that leads to Nazis that goes down <laughs> a weird blitz <place. laughs> but uh <laughs> So, like, yeah, but it was. So, th- this is where she asked Jan, as you were touching on the kind of yo yo coward dude, that will he help her you know, obtain these kind of chemicals or something? She names out a load of like three or four different things. Right, right. Way.
1: That cause different reactions in the human body.
0: Yeah. Because she makes him believe. That,
1: but she makes it clear it's uh, mm-hmm. is not a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, separate the, the parasite. Yeah. With, maybe symbiote again alien
2: yeah.
1: from the human mm. and he explains to her they pretend that they're looking over the body of the other the other dead um, uh, a cosmonaut and um, she just says it straight I loved how like they didn't lead up to it mm. she just says like oh look over here I want to look at these you know th- yeah. pros wounds and she goes I'm planning on getting them out here tonight what I need is like 50 cc's of blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. And she just says, Look, I'm doing it. Like, you're gonna fucking help me. And I just loved it. I love the it was something about America like I mean, this isn't me shitting on American films. American films have given me ninety nine percent of my entertainment I over the years. Shitting an on American extremely... <laughs> and I'm extremely grateful, but there's something about the, the flow of this that felt different. Yeah. She just like said, come over here for a second. So anyway, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. She was it so it loud was like in moment,
0: wasn't she? Like yeah. she's like the loudest whisper just... of all
1: time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Like, I was just like, "He's like, hey, <laughs> hey, guard over there. This is what we're going to be doing." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
1: Like, anyway, guard, I'm just doing an autopsy. Yeah. Literally one decimal. Wink, more. wink, nudge, I mean, nudge. Anyway, he literally said, wink, "I'm man. planning on stabbing the guard <laughs> in the neck with a sedative. <laughs> and then What was
0: that? No, 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 no. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So, like, yeah, so like, this is where she devises her plan to, um, to, to get away from the Me Too aspect. Right. Uh, so this is where she devises her plan to get her and Con- uh, Cosma Constantine uh, out of the base and back to Moscow to s- uh, receive proper medical uh, attention or whatever the fuck. So, this is like, as you said, like, she asks Yan um, uh, for loads of like chemicals. He brings them to her in the most like obvious way possible in a giant box. He hands them to her like the next day, like she's standing there. He hands her a giant box. She starts putting her mixture together, walks over. No, she says to him, no, no, yeah, no. She walks over, stabs the guard in the neck with the sedative. He passes out and she says to Jan, do you not know about it? Or did you try to stop me? Um, Because she takes the handgun from the guard. So that's pretty much her way of saying, do you want to just flee? Or do you want me to shoot you? Like, give you an injury to make it look like you tried to stop me from doing this. And he obviously decides to flee because he's a bitch. And um, she takes the chemicals and she makes her way to getting Cosmonaut Constantine from his apartment or whatever the fuck he is, I think, to escape from the base. And now it's like all about, it's a cat and mouse game now where Colonel Semridov tries to hunt them down. Or, well, you know, it's all about them trying to escape the base before he can catch them. And she wants to separate the parasite from Cosmonaut Constantine in the process to get him far enough away from the parasite so the symbiosis can die or whatever. And so they escape and we see Dr. Yan or whatever. He goes to make a phone call. He barricades himself into a room and Colonel right. Semerdov sees them on the camera or something, I think. So he says, hey, you know, uh, g- Get the fire squad or whatever to call. i don't know they get the SWAT team in, pretty much.
1: Kill, kill her. Oh yeah. Do not. Yeah,
0: terminate her, but keep keep him alive, pretty much, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. It. Yeah, and so, and I love like to, not to jump too far ahead, but there's a scene where like you know they show up, they've got all the flashlights on their guns. It's just huge stream yeah. of light coming down this like narrow kind. Of, I think there's a few vehicles and, and a fence. I don't think it's like a hall. It's not a hallway or anything, but like this narrow way and. Um, she steps out just beside him and they must all like have such crazy faith in their shots. It's like we can't kill this guy, it's a national. it's a matter of national security. Yeah. One girl sets like one inch to the left and we go, everyone fires. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess so I just I believe in you guys. Yeah.
0: What can I... yeah, like I think we can pretty much pick it up from there, because like, like it's the run into the climax now where Semrodov's team tries to kill her and it, capture him and it's like you said they she he she stands in front of him trying to make herself a human shield they fire him two of them take cover I know this scene's probably one of the best action sequences if not the best one in the whole film like and the way they build with the music and the whole transformation right. sorry so he's lying. he's on one- or, 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 well we should say the
1: doctor's dead the doctor had one last oh yeah, with yeah where he got a call so, out you- and the cardinal said to him that it didn't make much difference yeah. he's not a soldier but he gave him an honorable debt. And before he could say anything, yeah. he just I love like, uh, the way he shoots me. A quick round. Yeah, he, do yeah remember he goes,
0: I'm gonna give you an honorable debt on account of your scientific endeavors. What a
1: fucking exactly line. What he said. Yeah,
0: what a line that stuck with me. I was like, oh my god, that's a really good line. <laughs> You know what I mean, like yeah. so. And it's, it's, that's so, what I'm going
1: to say to you, Vin. This well right say before you, you shoot me. <laughs> yeah,
0: it won't make an yeah. awful
1: lot of sense, but you'll be dead.
0: Yeah. We're so like haphazard that like you'll probably shoot me and end up shooting yourself by accident, like with the recoil. Yeah, yeah, no, we just.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're probably like right in the junk. Yeah, where oh, I have to deal with your smelly characters yeah.
0: and my. I did oh, my raccoon wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Family guy yeah. love it. Yes.
1: And um, but anyway, uh, the doctor's dead, and they uh, yeah, and sorry, s- yeah. So in this scene, I love the scene, yeah. and if I if I if I may, because mm. you you, you kind of walked me into it really well, yeah. And It, it brought it back To my memory. Is that she obviously has something that could uh a, 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 bir- ge- syringe syringe, mm. but she thought like he could survive an hour, yeah, with the creature inside of her body of his body, excuse mm. me. So she thought, let's get close to a hospital, do our thing, and and let's do that. But he uh. Obviously, they're being pinned down by gunfire. Yeah,
0: an awesome scene. So He says,
1: "Give me the the syringe," and they're like, "It's a stupid idea. It's almost impossible for him to survive." Yeah, but they're in an impossible situation. So she goes, she chose him the syringe, and they're all like, fire and fire and fire, and then the creature literally just—it's a—it's such—it's such a subtle Hulk moment. Yeah, I it, you know. I am saying, like, it's just like I the, love the scene. It's so
0: awesome, it. like.
1: Oh no!
0: Like, again, I'll be watching that scene. The way, the way, used, for years. the way they use, the way they use the music though, all the way throughout this film. Like I said to you before, oh, yeah. even before I rewatched it today, I mentioned to you about the soundtrack or the score, or whatever. Like, and then when I rewatched it today, I forgotten how good it was. And in this scene, the way they build tension, the way they rise the pressure, the scene, the moment, like like it's everything is just like really really tense and then as you said it's like a hulk scene or like it's, it always reminded me is like you know when people transform into werewolves in uh movies where like he's back arches and his eyes oh, go like the darkest of black you know what i mean like and it's just like he becomes yes. in that moment you know he's slightly less human and then like it cuts back to the soldiers and they're waiting. They don't know what the fuck's coming next. And they have their guns raised. The spotlights are faced in on it. And all of a sudden, you see the hand of the creature coming around the corner. And now you know shit's about to go down. And then the creature comes out and starts like decimating all the soldiers and shit. Like when that whole scene, the way they build to it, the way they execute it, is absolutely awesome. It's such a wordy, like, like not it technically wasn't the climax, but like climactic action sequence, like big action yeah, no, sequence. It's
1: post climax. Is another word for me, at least in film terms, like a crescendo. Yeah. Like, a, like a, a point that was built up to where it really just lets loose. And that was like, it was just the <laughs> badassness of the creature versus where
0: did I lose it? You no, know, because you said like, you go, climax for me is where you build up something from a big crescendo and you just let loose. <laughs> now you can see where my 12 year old brain... Oh, I, yeah, no, no, I'm 100% there with you. Sorry, to no, finish your fight. Sorry, no, no sorry. In, in
1: all honesty, I, I shouldn't have been jerking off. But this was the scene. This was mm. like, it even had the, like, smoke effect kind of, like, you know, like, yeah. emerging, like, almost like a wrestler yeah. does in the WWE, you know what I mean? Like, there's just that kind of, like, reveal. Yeah. And uh, they, they got to shooting it, but then it's cool because we we know it's super strong,
2: yeah.
1: Like, we know it's just at least as strong as 10 men, mm. you know. It could just pull your head clean off your shoulder, and we know it's fast, yeah. We know because we've seen it pounce, but then it just starts moving. Like, again, the express the, what I said to you was, and I noticed listening, like, strictly, you and yeah, just absolute, oh, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Pouncing ability, ability to hold on to, to walls or whatever, yeah. you know, that doesn't have to treat it like a, a jumping basic, can literally yeah. grasp. And, uh, you know, so, and clever, kind of clever reflexes. It's not, yeah. it's not going to be caught off guard. And it tears a very, uh, a small unit of army soldiers.
0: Yeah. Two pieces. And while that's going on, Dr. Klamova has shoved uh, Cosmo Constantine into a jeep and they flee, they're starting to flee. Now into the Kazakhstan right. desert because she wants to she wants to get him far enough away from the creature. So the creature has to take more than an hour to catch up, so it will die in our atmosphere. This is her plan. And so now that the creature's outside of the body, she's let the creature to fight, and the creature will probably grow weaker and weaker the further to get away. This is her idea. And that uh, she thinks that uh, the cosmonaut will become healthier the further to get away from each other. So she drives off into the desert, and what we see is Colonel Semidov, uh meets up with uh, the remnants of the last few guys that are left. And he t- gets his gun and goes after the creature. And the creature pretty much lunges at him and he fires the gun. And then we see, like, the next shot is um, her in the desert and something starts going wrong with uh, with uh, Cosmo Constantine. He starts, like, his health starts fading. And then it cuts back, I think, to the the colonel. He's like on the ground. The creature's injured, and he's missing a hand. And the creature gets up, and he fires a couple of more rounds—a short burst—at the creature. and it looks like the creature's dead. And then it cuts back now to the desert, where she's—I think she's pulling over the car because his health is starting to deteriorate. And right,
1: because our, our 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 colonel had gone in and got a few shots off.
0: Yeah,
1: on the creature and survived, unlike all the other guys. Yeah, just showing a bit of a badass. And as he does, he literally just sits up and spits blood onto the Oh machine. yeah, I forgot what that actually Exactly. So he's literally the symbiosis is pretty much complete. Yeah. If not complete. I I I mean it's not there's no no big reveal from this point of our conversation onwards where it's more complete. It's you um but um yeah, so he's dying. So she stops and takes him out of the of the vehicle and then the car she lets the, the army catch up with her. And our colonel buddy gets out, and she says, I give up. Just let. He's... I'm wrong. yes You can't survive without. Full symbiosis. Get back. Full symbiosis exactly. is complete. Full symbiosis is complete, yeah. basically. And he says, Right, you know, like, again, it's just it's just that kind of creepy bad guy talk the yeah. thing that they do. And they, they took the creature, which is like. Showed some semblance of life, yeah, not, it's not even pure this limped, point. Pretty much. But he obviously he does the whole thing of like shooting her. Yeah. Which no, he doesn't shoot or do it. He
0: him does him. like the Vulcan deck grip on her. Do you remember? He just like just like, kid- <laughs> well, thinking for Into her into a raccoon room. He's yeah. It's like it's weird because you were talking about <laughs> into <a raccoon> room. <laughs> He snuck that one past me. I love him people uh, yeah, like in yeah, that. I love beeping that think, cerebral, yeah, I him people in that. Cerebral, cerebral. I love that though when somebody says something that takes your brain a second to catch up, and the joke just lands <laughs> on you. Then like, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you said, like yeah, he takes her out and sh- shit goes down. Um, but like after he does the Vulcan deck rip, what did you think was going to happen next? How did you how did you think this scene was going to play out in comparison to how it played out? Or do you expect it to play out this way?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. it played out how I expected yeah. it to. I'll be honest that that actually, if I'm being completely honest, it played out exactly like yeah. all of the way through. I think this it seemed like he was extremely far gone. Yeah. This creature itself is probably isn't something that should be introduced. You know, obviously, introduce to society yeah. is absolutely ludicrous. Um, so it was going to have this like um, grand stand. Yeah, this, 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 this. You know. Uh, And it just did, it just kicked to life based on, purely on its will, because it itself was very injured. Mm. And it just tore, like, I mean, when it caught up to the colonel, it didn't, I thought it was going to tear its head off, but it basically, it was basically like a cannonball wound. Uh, It just tore, like, the front two thirds of his entire head off. Like, it was made of jello. And And this whole scene,
0: the whole scene plays out in daylight. And I think it benefits so much from it because you can see every little bit of detail.
1: When used well, I know it's not the way horror is done. When used well, it's
0: phenomenal. Daylight.
1: Because, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's like this thing where we always expect that we're absolutely safe during the day. (sighs) Man, 78% yeah. of the shit that goes horrible in the world yeah. happens during the daylight like hours. Um, and it was just so well executed. And it again, was, the special effects.
0: The way. The way were fantastic. The way it finishes, though, after it kills Colonel Semedov. And then we see other trucks come in the distance. And he, I think, reabsorbs the yeah. creature at this stage. And, like.
1: Well, it kind of walks by the girl. When she's holding his hand, yeah. Constantine's hand. And it goes by and it gives her a little bit of a. Go fuck yourself, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and like, in, in Monster, that's like Argh. And then she says <laughs> I can't remember. There's one of those like clever little I already have moments. Yeah. Whatever that meant. I can't remember the context. Yeah. And he shoots himself basically, I don't know, in the chest. just below the heart. Yeah, just, just below the heart or something. A fatal shot. Yeah, because
0: the creature shot. lives in his esophagus and chest. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So he dies.
0: Yeah. So
1: he, he finally,
0: this, he finally let go of his survival being the number one priority of his his, his existence. Exactly, yeah, because that's the whole thing—that's his, that's his redemption arc.
1: Exactly, that is—that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody and no, not a single. Well, I suppose a doctor, like our main, our main woman, was very, was quite consistent. Yeah, it, that's not to say she didn't have surprises, but she was quite consistent. Um so, everybody else had multitudes to either good or bad. I know we ran
0: to the climax there, but like the conclusion there, but like throughout the movie as well, something we forgot to touch upon was we kept seeing um, a little kid in an orphanage, and it would it would shoot to and from. This
1: is what I was saying to yeah. you, man. It is. Yeah, it's so cerebral. much. Yeah, it's so much in fuck.
0: the And like, uh, we see this little kid in an orphanage throughout, it, and he's like the little kids we were, you know, we assume as a boy. Trying to get runners, but the kid's in a wheelchair and you know keeps failing in his attempt to get these shoes. And we assume throughout the entire movie that this kid is obviously Cosmonaut Constantine's um abandoned child in Rostov in its orphanage. And then when we figure out that at the end of the, the movie that the kid is not only not a boy, but the kid's name is is uh, what what did you say, Tanya? So we find out that the kid's name is Tanya, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, the little boy was a little girl. Yeah, the little boy was a little girl, and her name was Tanya. And so we find out then at the same time that Doctor Klimova is going to adopt um, Lyosha. I think his name was L Y O S H A. Yeah, I think. that sounds right. Yeah, Lyosha. Sounds right. I think his name was uh, the 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 cousin. a strange child. And at the same time, we find out then the the reason she the abandonment of his child resonated so much with her is because she too was an abandoned child and grew up through the orphanage system herself. So like, as you said, this movie has loads of layers and like the motivations of the characters and shit are made pretty clear and they're very like, it's very deep and it's much more just a creature feature. As um you said, like it's like it, it encompasses so much in it. it's a really strong movie and I love the way like, it's, it reminds me a lot of what was like a 1980s Cold War era version of Venom. That's what the whole movie smacked yeah. of to me. Like,
1: I actually think this film might be in my top fifty films, and I know fifties yeah. a lot, like a lot, a lot. Yeah. But like you know, I'm a complete fucking total dork. So yeah. like, 50, you know, like fifty is in a top tier. It is, you know, it it does it does score quite highly. Yeah. Um. I just, I just felt I said this to you before we started recording. I felt annoyed with myself for because just I don't know. Uh, me and I, uh, me and Sheila, my partner. Yeah. We, we, we kind of like, we kept looking at films lately and just kind of like going, I don't know, we love, you know, we've loved a hundred Japanese horror yeah. films from The Grudge to cultured people. whatever you have. But then we just kind of go, subtitles, ugh, another time. Yeah. And we're so spoiled because we're English speakers. Yeah. As in, you can only imagine somebody who goes on Netflix yeah. from somewhere further east and they kind of go like, oh, there's like two, three things for us, and there's, you know, yeah. huge, huge stuff. But um, a couple of minutes in, I kind of stopped seeing the subtitles. It's just like that's your way of taking it in. Yeah. You're able to... you just get to the flow of it. And I was annoyed at myself that I had deprived myself of this absolute gem.
0: Yeah, dude, gem. I, I think, like, you're lucky because you get to see, like, you should always be happy that you get to see something for the first time because you'll never be able to get... I it. have yeah. had
1: that where... Somebody kind of goes, "Oh, I've never watched what? And You go, "You never yeah, watched, don't yeah, yeah, yeah." Like Predator, <laughs> like, you
0: know. But um, consider yourself lucky. Like, thankfully, Bicey came across the trailer. He sent it to me, and then happenstance that I end up getting to uh, do an article about it a few days afterwards, which was kind of weird. But um, I, I loved, I love the premise. I love really dark alien centric horror trailer safe. Like, it, like it's it hits so many different genre beats. I love that about these type of movies and I'm always enamored with these kind of movies Alien, Predator, like Sputnik and the way like as soon as I seen a hero Ashnok brings back an alien life form with him that's exactly like Venom and I was like I want to yeah. see what the Russians we, uh, do with a Venom story and I was not disappointed.
1: No I wasn't either. I mean you like bounce ideas and stories off each other mm. be them through conversation or through WhatsApp or whatever and I often like to know ultimate kind of like yeah. um reason just it's just not you know it's nice to chat it's nice to flex that muscle i guess but this no we weren't coming up with this yeah we weren't this was very clever very inspired um i i would imagine and i would imagine being my caveat for i am not saying anything in definitive terms um that the person who wrote this grew up in that era yeah and just remembers whatever it was whatever paranoia whatever kind of like propaganda whatever whatever the world looked like from his 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 corner of the world at the time uh he was able to write this terrific story and imagine it was born in him a long time ago yeah and to see it to fruition and to see it executed so well i i commend him i commend him totally
0: yeah it's 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 really 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 so like all the reallys, um, but it's such a solid movie, though. Like, from start to finish, the way it encompasses so much in the storyline, and I love, like, the soundtrack is so fucking awesome. Um, the, like, the, I love the way some, like, t- movies use imagery and sound, and the way they combine them is just, like, I don't you know, it's awe-inspiring. Like, uh, another movie I love, I and mean, I'm sure we'll cover, I'm going to an Ion, we do cover, it's Color House Space, based on the H.P. Lovecraft work, um, uh, uh, star Nicholas Cage, um, like the way they use color and sound in that movie as well—it's just ob- absolutely incredible. And I love the way it moves phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal. It, it just like when it's done right, it just leaves a mark on you. And that's why I have already watched Sputnik three times, even though it's only been out six or seven months. Um, it's a great movie. Um, I I definitely would recommend it. Like, Noel, would you would you recommend it to anyone that would be otherwise not inclined to watch I it
1: will, and um, I will annoy people. Yeah. I will break their tiny little spirits. I will make people. Not unlike the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> oh, political. That's right. Allegedly. That's right. Allegedly. Commentary. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. Allegedly.
0: Like, I'm sorry. It allegedly broke. That's right. Middle. We do commentary.
1: <laughs> yeah. We do commentary. Yeah, we're we're. Capitalism we're is hip. absolutely amazing and never ever makes anyone die from eating insulin, but. Uh, look um, at
0: this guy yeah. I didn't know he was so much yeah,
1: against diabetes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would recommend this film in the absolute strongest of terms yeah. I would I am, there are some unfortunate souls yeah. in my life who are going to have to watch this film which is a reward frankly but just to shut me up they'll have to do it they'll have to put aside whatever it is they were doing and watch this and I'll shut the fuck up <laughs> For now, so but this film is in the yeah no, it's a fantastic film. And like I'd actually it's just so impressive. Um, it's
0: incredibly rewatchable. Incredibly rewatchable. I know you've only seen it once, but I, I every time I rewatch it now, I've enjoyed it more than the previous view, And It's inc- like I'll just say that to people. It's incredibly rewatchable. Like the whole uh, million 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 scale roses that that will stick in your head. Like every time you watch it. Uh, of course, I okay. not? Yeah. Oh, that's so catchy. Yeah, I've been literally like singing that for the past two days because I knew we were going to be doing this next. Really? Yeah, yeah. like oh, yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm for yeah, like I've literally been singing that for two days in the middle because I knew. At I least you have it. a flawless Russian. Accent. Yeah, I am pretty sure Moscow, really? in I just hope,
1: just don't put you singing that at the start of the podcast because people's going <laughs> to think it's a Russian <laughs> podcast. They'll
0: probably we we'll get sued because they think it's an excerpt from the movie. And like yeah. my my accents, because just gone. It is. you know,
1: it's Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's who I yeah. am now. You just I, I don't watch shit.
0: movies, I become movies.
1: Yeah, the yeah, well, same as like yeah. comrade. <laughs> um
0: but like sure, will we get the fuck out here? Have you got anything else to say about yeah. this? No, no, no at all. I absolutely loved it. Um and I think we covered it quite well if I'm being honest. Yeah, I think so too. Um how do you say goodbye in Russian?
1: <laughs> as Vedania? Dos Dosvidanya. Yeah, and uh, came up in
0: the Cyrillic alphabet first and I nearly took a heart attack. Um, i trying to read that. Um, but, uh, so pretty much, um, yeah, I'm I'm your host, Vincent Green. He's your host, Noel John Tootie. We'll get the fuck out here.
1: Peace out, peeps.
0: Peace out. This was The Invasion of the Potty Snatchers and that was Sputnik. See you next time. And we will be back with David Cronenberg's cult classic body horror, The Fly, starring Jeff Goldblum. So, if you're interested in Dave Cronenberg and Jeff Goldblum being shortlisted a lot, come out and check us out in the fly because that's what we'll be doing next. See you next time. No, say goodbye.
1: Bye bye.